Cold Storage is a podcast where each episode we pick a different story from the long history of comics and dissect and review it for your listening euphoria. Join us as we stumble our way through some of the most important storylines mixed with some of our favorites. Enjoy. Record this? Are we recording? Yeah, recording. Yeah, oh, is, yeah. yeah. No, yeah. So let's hear how you screwed up. Let's, so, do we need to bring your wife in no, here? We, yes, <laughs> bring her in she with the whip. Yep. Um, no, I, I, uh, I'm super excited. I think my guys are excited. It's been a long time coming yeah. to uh, do this show, and I think you're excited. That's why you're listening to us right now. 2021, baby. 2021. Oh my goodness. Yes. It's been a merry Christmas and a happy New Year. What people Good. don't understand is that, that we just started a horrible decade. People think that we just started a horrible year, but I'm calling it right now, dude. You think until 2029, dude, is yeah. going to be when we can really start rejoicing. I, uh, yeah, maybe. I'm thinking 2043 is when aliens are going to come down. Mm-hmm. Humanity will unite okay. as one. To maybe fight them off, but maybe just to be cool and like they'll take us to their planet and stuff. Dude, but Will like, Smith will be too old by then. It's gonna have to be Jaden Smith that leads us. Up to. until then, <laughs> up until then, it's just gonna be hell on earth. It's gonna be the worst. I see nothing good in our in our future until until the aliens come down. Really. Besides, uh, Michter's. Yeah. Which is brought to you today. Uh, Michter's small batch Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey. Forty-five point seven alcohol volume ninety-four. Hold up, point we, one. We need to know the batch number. Oh, yeah, because in case people, in case people are drinking with oh. us, they want to drink the same batch. Two zero H one nine five seven. Oh, that's where we got you. H isn't a number, dude. Oh, <laughs> he's crap! This up. He's not drinking, and it's all the reason that Ryan is here. <laughs> Amen. This was a beautiful uh, birthday present from my friend Spencer. Yep. Cheers. Um, what'd you get him, Kelly? <laughs> Dude, no. Okay, Ser- Dude, Ryan oh. just spit whiskey out his nose. Dude, that can't feel good. Never. I inhaled it back in. Oh, okay, good. Like a real I man. Would ne- I would never waste it. <laughs> Snort that. Gets in his hand. He licks it. <laughs> so yeah. Anyway, so I'm sure you got something awesome. Yeah. Because I mean, I you told me one up to me on his birthday. Remember that? Yeah, I do remember. <laughs> what? Don't you know on the text? He's I like, like hey, I wanted to send you. I wanted oh, to yeah. send on your birthday wishes. So, yeah, I mean, I got to see what's better than the small batch. I had to go into another state to get that. <laughs> In that case, no big deal. You like but you know. <laughs> 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 nice, Kelly. I'm like the worst friend because like no. Spencer finds this action figure for me. We'll talk about that some other time, but. For like ten dollars less than what he got it for, and Ryan's like, "You gotta pay him the extra 10. <laughs> and I'm like, "Oh, maybe I should." And then now Spencer's like, "Would you get him for his birthday?" And I'm 
Dude, I'm just like the crappiest friend that you can have. Dude. And I got you a Christmas present, and I haven't gotten one. Because so, it hasn't yeah, been released. Really, I pre-ordered it. So it comes out in like a week or so. Oh. It's like January 15th or You'll something. You'll have to tell, tell me what it is after we're done here. I want to know. You could tell him now. Yeah, Spencer knows. Oh, well, then tell me. It's uh, So it's a four-pack of the tape cassettes that transform in, <gasps> in the belly or that come out of the belly of uh, sound, not Soundwave. What's his name? Actually, those I think those are Soundwave ones you got me. Okay. Those are Decepticon ones, I think. But that's okay, dude. Okay. He's right. the best one. Yeah, Soundwave is better than the one I've got, but I, I don't Something have Soundwave. Uh, it's uh, it's like, a, what is it? Boom Studios. <laughs> <laughs> What's this? It's the Boombox one. Yeah. The Autobot yeah. one. Right. Ah, oh, shit. What is his name? Our credibility is to like Duke tanking. Kaboom, I think is what his Duke name is. Yeah, Duke Kaboom. Duke, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, but uh, yeah, no, it's a thought that counts. It really is, dude. I mean, it may not come through. It may bounce when the charge hits your account. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 but yeah, thanks anyway, man. Uh, that's awesome. Um, and we got some presents from Ryan too, um, which we're going to review tonight. Actually, yeah, we'll talk. I'm excited to talk about this with you fellas. We never let Ryan have a choice, and so the only way he was able to get a choice on what we review is to give us presents. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But mine, mine is well. Well, like Ryan said earlier, his is the best condition. Mine is like the worst. And it's a kind of a funny story because he came over to bring me the gift and uh, he's like, pick a hand. <laughs> so I picked the hand and he's like, oh, you get the one that's more beat up. And I'm yeah. like, that's cool. Whatever. See, this one's not too too bad. That's pretty yeah. good. That's, that's um, as good as mine. Uh, I mean, we'll get into it later, but it, did you say it was Tower of Shadows 1? Um, I did not, no. By uh, Marvel... Uh, comics group and That's it's right. yeah um this uh, this issue actually when i finished it i was like this is actually really special like oh, and it, it, yeah i felt that's like good. i don't know like the stuff that's involved in it along with like how i received it and like just kind of like marking what we have um together like i know it's super oh, that's like, lovely yeah anyway it's special like dude me. i'm gonna think twice when i put this up on ebay dude, <laughs> because it is it's special also. at least it's cut like, me in for like five percent or something i'm That's definitely good. gonna put a low minimum bid dude on this okay i'm not gonna sell it for five bucks so everybody after the episode is done recording you go on ebay hit up spence that's right. Get you, this for next to nothing. Are you gonna put it on bid or are you gonna put it like buy it now? It'll be bid, but then okay. I'll be a minimum bid. I mean I won't take less than three bucks for this. <laughs> <laughs> so because it really does mean a lot. And I'll put it in the in the description too. <laughs> this means a lot. So none of you low balling offers. Uh, none of you Kelly offers. That's right, yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh yeah, hey, Ryan, um, tell us a little bit about the low ball offers you that you're oh. talking like, Ooh, Kelly, that's a great segue. It's always great until you say it's a great segue. <laughs> that's why I said <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so so thanks to a few different things, some some headlines that that I saw and uh, and uh, Mr. Liefeld did a, even did a raw observations about it. But it's just kind of been uh, on my radar for a while, just getting some original art. And uh, my favorite artist is one uh, John Buscema, and um, so I just I just really got to be in my bonnet and about this and talk to my wife and 
she was she was cool enough to a listen to me and and b to <laughs> agree that maybe getting some original art would be like a good i mean it's something i would love but it's like a good investment because it does seem seem to be kind of i don't want to say permeating the culture because that's not true at all but i i think it is prices seem to be going up like mm -hmm. i don't like because i'm just all of a sudden getting all this tons of google shit about it when i wasn't even searching it before mm -hmm. like all these headlines like uncanny x-men what 268 or whatever the cover the jim lee cover yeah uh, just sold for a whole bunch and uh i i just keep on i keep on saw seeing this these headlines of uh this just sold for record amount and this and this and then rob did uh an episode about it which was actually pretty interesting i thought and so it just seems to be i don't know it was very much on my mind so i talked to the missus she gave me the go ahead once we get the stimulus money which we have at least i have yes i've already spent mine on toys nice yeah and uh we'll talk about that in mm -hmm. next episode but uh so yes yeah, so so anyway so so i started looking into some john john busama artwork because thank God he's not his stuff doesn't seem to be quite as uh, crazy expensive as a lot of other people's. Right. Thank goodness for me. And well, I guess now our ravenous and ravenous listeners are going to go out there and snatch it all up. But <laughs> so I better hurry up. But um, gonna have to compete with those five people. <laughs> yeah, exactly, you <laughs> bastards. <laughs> but uh, but anyhow, um, they spend all their money on Tower of Shadows though. <laughs> well, no, it's like three bucks, dude. <laughs> but uh, so anyway, so yeah, uh, so I I found some really, I I thought they were really amazing sketches. One was um, you could tell was for uh, an Avengers book, um, uh, but it was just a sketch because he like laid out the panels and stuff. So they were they're technically called layouts, right? So it's like when yeah. they just sketch really fast just to see. It's basically the um, storyboards uh, right. of what, it, what would be a movie or right. whatever, right? And then there was a Conan one that, like, but he did, like, I think it was probably originally a, a layout kind of uh, him trying to do a layout, but then he drew some, like, faces and shit on there, too, that didn't right. seem to match. But it, anyway, uh, um, and they were going for, like, 250 or 300 bucks or something like that. And, but there was a, a make an offer, so I totally lowballed because I didn't have any money yet. I do now. I wish yeah. I could buy both of them. But, so I totally, I like less than half offered this dude, and he immediately rejected. Like he, sh <laughs> like he should have, because he was smart, and um, I think he sold them. Um, but uh, but anyway, so I, since Spence is more knowledgeable at this kind of stuff than us, I was wondering if he could on air. Walk me through what I need to do to protect myself from counterfeiters, right? From getting true original art, right? Spencer, take it away, please. That was a nice introduction. Hey, it was until you said it. Was nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, so that's the that is the thing is like especially if you're getting off just a generic, you know, public auction site like eBay. Yeah. There's going to be scammers because they got no way of proving, you know, that stuff. Um, and I, and sorry to interrupt, but yeah, like when I saw those sketches, like I couldn't, I, I dug deep. I didn't email them, but I couldn't see anything about this is certified or what have you. Like right. they didn't say anything about right. it. Right. 
And a lot of that stuff won't be certified because it's probably passed hands so many times. Yeah. And, you know, especially if you're talking to an older artist, it's gone right. through, you know, several different owners probably. And it was never certified in the first place because, you know, they were his scraps, right? Like, right. you know, so... Um, but there are definitely some counterfeit ones on there. I've tried searching for art and it's hard because sometimes you'll see people Sorry. <laughs> enjoying your drink, Ryan. I will be. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So, um, you'll, you're going to get stuff like I've had some, I'm good. Uh, I've had, I've seen when I've looked for original art, you'll see people that will, they're not trying to con you. I mean, straight up con you, but kind of con you because they're drawing a Jack Kirby page or something. Yeah. It'll be like Jack Kirby, Fantastic Four, page fifteen, issue you know fifty, and then and then uh, you know in the description it'll be like a recreation by such and such artist. Mm, You're like, okay. give me a break, man. So you got to look for that. Um, cost and like maybe starting um, bids is a is a good thing to look at. You know, so if it if the deal seems too good to be true, it it is, is too good to be true. Yeah. Okay. I bid on one time, I I got scared one time because I bid on a Jack Kirby sketch, right? And it was... The, the Captain America one? Yeah. I remember, yeah. yeah. And it was from, um, it was just a, it was a pretty quick sketch. It wasn't like in a comic or anything, but it was a sketch and it had Jack Kirby's signature and it looked just like Jack Kirby's signature. I know his signature. I'm like, holy cow, this is awesome. And then the paper looked older. It was like... Uh, it was yellowed a little bit, right? So it looked older. So I'm like, dude, this could be real, right? So, and then on the back, it had like some stamp on it saying like, library of something, Peru, whatever. And so I'm like, huh. okay, well, he may have gone down there, right? And did a, you know, a comic oh, signing sure. or something. And so I'm like, okay, well, I'll just bid on it. Cause it was low at that time. Like I said, that's, that's now one thing I'll look out for. Cause it was like, I think I bid 50 bucks on it, right? Okay. Um, and so I'm freaking out. And so also well, then I'm like looking it up and I do uh, Google. You can do image searches. That's a really good way to look for it. Right. So like okay. you can actually do a Google reverse image search. Right. So if you have an image, you can tell you can somehow pop that into Google. I can't remember right now how to do it, but yeah, it'll find other images like that one. Right. And then if that one is popping up all over the place you know that it's probably okay legit. yeah that, that's fake dude right oh, so gotcha. no that it, that it, it like for example this kirby one popped up on the uh i think it was the jack kirby collector page or no it was the jack kirby like uh museum um so it popped up over there and it said on there i read on it it's like yeah this was done for such and such this is the who owns this thing right now oh. so i'm like yeah this isn't the and i could tell oh. it was different it was i could tell that it was traced because it was the exact same image but the like one was like in ink and then this one was in pencil or something right, right? okay so, that makes sense okay yeah so doing a google image search is really good um if it's an actual comic page um that should be easy to... yeah i mean it would be easier because you can reference the comic but you know people can light box stuff and make it look exactly yeah exactly like it right your safest bet is to go through a reputable a reputable dealer like yeah. Ramita Man or whatever. Right. Um, uh -huh. And there's a few of them. It, lots of artists have have some at yeah. different places. Um, and that's probably that's for sure your best bet. Okay. Or to get them at a convention. Um, yeah. Uh, because those dealers are at the comic conventions, which we can't do that right now. But um, uh, another thing would be just yeah, just looking up and trying to do a search on that image. Just uh, like if it is an actual page, you just type that page in original art somewhere else and 
See, and if it's going for like $400 or something, but you see that it also sold for $1,000 like two years ago or something, yeah. then then you know that, okay, that's probably fake. Okay. But unfortunately, if you are getting it off eBay, you do stand the chance because they don't have a way to authenticate it. Um, there's, I'm into buying uh, shoes, sneakers, right? So like, but I would never buy any off of eBay because you just can't know that they're real, <laughs> right? Until now, which they've actually, eBay now just started this thing where if you're buying sneakers, you send them into eBay for authentication. The seller sends them in to really? eBay for authentication, then eBay ships them to you. Yeah, so that's pretty cool because oh, they'll actually that authenticate. Is, that is cool. And I wish yeah. there was huh. ways to do that with other stuff because like tons of stuff gets counterfeit on there. My wife bought some like Pokemon cards for my son, like these thousand dollar Pokemon cards for like a dollar fifty, right? <laughs> like because uh, they they're all just counterfeit ones, and my son doesn't care. Obviously, we wouldn't right. give him a thousand dollar anyway, yeah. but. Right. Uh, but yeah, so um, yeah, it's crazy that people are out there. I wish that there was like there's two types of people. That one Captain America one was a full on scam. Oh, the other thing I yeah, looked at. He was at, full on scamming you. For the other sure. thing I looked at is I looked at his other auctions, right? Okay. And dude, the guy has like a Will Eisner original drawing. The guy's got like all these other Jack Kirby original arts, and I'm like, and he's just some dude, right? He's not anybody that's like a reputable dealer. So like that was another clue. I'm like, okay, who else did he have? I think he had an original Walt Disney drawing or something too, dude. It was crazy. <laughs> uh, I was just like, yeah, okay. And so yeah, when I bid on that, I was freaking out, dude. I'm like, no, no. And I tried, you know, uh, reporting him to eBay or whatever. But there's like a whole process on that. Okay. And so I'm like, I'm gonna have to like pay this dude, or else he's going to get a dispute with me. Uh, for not paying him and I'm like oh, I'm going to end up with this stupid piece of crap that I'm just going to throw in the garbage because I know right. it's not Jack Kirby Yeah. and I was like oh. but then some some other stupid schmuck <laughs> bit on, on it yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I feel bad for that dude but man, <laughs> it's I was, in my uh, closet <laughs> dude and I tried I think I even emailed the dude and told him he's a, like a piece of shit and then I tried <laughs> telling eBay and yeah but eBay I never actually heard back anything from eBay mm-hmm. on that so yeah, so yeah, be okay. careful, man, because you could get scammed. Um, see, I do see these things. Oh, man, what do they call it? Production art? Okay. I see, uh, yeah, they do like a, car- a lot of cartoon ones. Yeah, but no, maybe it's oh, not production art. But photo stats or something? That's another thing, too. Is some, I mean, it, it's just these like straight up, it looks like a real deal, like legit comic page, but okay. they call it production art or something and they sell for like 15 bucks so i mean obviously it's like you know just like a right yeah i think a lot of that stuff is used like um like the printer will send it to marvel or something just as like a proof or whatever you know just that their scan was good or whatever um i think that's what that stuff is you'll also see photo stats which i've got some jack kirby photo stats those are cool those are one step above like uh, they're really close to being original art because they're actual photo scans that Jack Kirby did himself of the actual page. So okay. that he, when he turned it into DC or Marvel, he could have a copy of it. And so those are basically one of a kind, other than the hmm. original art. And so, the, so photo stats are pretty cool to get too. Which, okay. And those are a good way to um, get something that's pretty original. Um, that there's only yeah, you, you're if you have that page, you're the only one that has it. Okay and uh photostat all right yeah so yeah watch out man and fuck you scammers (laughs) amen right yeah yeah exactly like uh hollywood scamming you spencer hollywood scamming me what yeah I didn't dude, know about I, this. I thought you didn't like wonder woman or something oh my goodness oh dude well i mean 
I don't feel like I have to plead my case here. I think you need to plead your case because I think yes. well, okay. everybody knows why. I we just watched it at home. <laughs> yeah, okay, so... What's your problem, dude? <laughs> Kelly bought a theater for this. Yeah, well, because I wanted to Wrist see... Wrist COVID. <laughs> no, we rented it out, the, yeah. the theater. That's what's just cool, is that you're able... Because they do, like, it's like, what, 150 bucks or something Yeah, it was like, like, like yeah, 140 or something. Which yeah. is crazy. Yeah. And uh, so um, 20 family members could go to the the same theater um and we enjoyed wonder woman on the big screen now <laughs> oh, i love that sound yeah, I know. Yeah. um so the thing is like i didn't i didn't like it as much as the first one but it was enjoyable i mean i thought it was fun like it wasn't like the best movie ever and like oh there- good because i was like worried I'm like, this, might be, this might be the best movie ever thanks for telling us but i mean it was enjoyable i, I enjoyed every action scene if what? I if I spend one hundred forty dollars on that movie, I would enjoy it too. Oh, I'm telling you right now, I would force myself. But, here's to a, but, 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 but everybody in the family pitched in, so it's not like I spent one hundred forty oh, yeah. bucks myself. Okay. Like it was like you made your daughters pay to see that movie. <laughs> well, no, I paid for my kids, you know. Oh, okay. But like you know, her sisters pitched in and stuff. So I see. I don't know. Like I I feel like I for some reason like I I see people online like ripping it, and I'm like it wasn't that bad i mean dude i like lots of crappy comic movies dude i like both the first fantastic <laughs> yeah. four movies okay. i like i like daredevil i like Elektra, dude all those crappy ones that people should i like those because they're they're comic movies right, right? so right. it's cool for me but dude this one i i wanted to give it all the chances in the world dude and it just was letting me down so much it was like especially since the first one was so good man it like this was completely botched if you ask me like she, Gal Gadot was even not good in parts, dude. And I love her as Wonder Woman. Yeah. And she was good in the Justice League and in the Superman Batman movie. She was the only good parts about those movies. But in her own movie, the second one, I can't even say that she could have done anything to save it. It was that bad, dude. Yeah. Like, they brought in, like... The dumbest storyline. Jeff Johns is a freaking scriptwriter on this thing. Did he really? Yes. I didn't even, I didn't even look I at the understand. credits. Like, okay, so yes. I, I, I really enjoy Jeff Johns a lot. Like more than I think more than a lot of people. I think people think they enjoy Jeff Johns. No, I love dude, <laughs> because I love his, yeah, go ahead. Say Green Lantern. Say Green Lantern. Justice JSA, Society. Yeah, oh, is Justice Society run. I love right. it. I love okay. that crap. Right. right. <sighs> Justice Society. So everybody. I know this always... is an audio medium, but I'm doing the jack off motion <laughs> to JSA. Dude, yes. it's okay. Just Okay. I'm down with JSA. I'll give you that. Um, I didn't read a lot of his run, but I, I'm down with the JSA. But people always like... Really? Jeff Johns up. wrote this shit? Yeah, dude. He wrote it with somebody else. So, oh. But honestly, I just don't think he's... I think it's Green Lantern Rebirth magic wishes. was awesome. Green Lantern Rebirth was awesome. I don't think he's done anything that could hold up to that since, dude. And he was like one of the dudes that pushed the whole New 52 bullshit, dude, that was writing like three or four of those books. When yeah, he out. was like, yeah, he. I think he did uh, the first Justice League uh, run, the first six issues with Jim Lee. Yeah, yeah, but he did Jim a couple Lee. other ones. Like, it yes. was like, I can't remember. But anyway, I just don't think he's as good as people say he is. And so, like... Well, remember that, I remember you saying at one time, like, people will, like, lose their touch. You know, yeah, and I think for a, like, I think he had his time, right? I, I think that's what I mean. Like he's passed, probably passed sure. now, because I mean the Just Society was back in the nineties. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that, or like early two thousand. No, early two thousands. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so you know, like I think he, like you said, he had his time. But the, the thing is, like I, I do not, I don't know. Like I, dude, there are definitely points of Wonder Woman that really suck, and like the whole like 
the stu- I don't know. I, I mean, I understand magic and comics, but like making a wish and then just straight up like saying you denounce it, like and it's gone. It was, yeah. Does that, that was like that corny, magic right? wishes bullshit. Was the, the so magic bad, wishes dude. bullshit. The the fact that there was go. Well, first you didn't know if he was a ghost. You're like, dude, is this a ghost story? Did this right. guy inhabit was- this other guy's body? The fact that that happened, it all was completely stupid. And then she raped that dude's body because <laughs> her boyfriend's spirit is inside. Yeah, yeah. So which is very oh, weird. Dude. Spoiler alert, I guess. Yeah, but sorry, folks. Is that when they smiled at each other at the end? I like, like for reals, when I, I sent these guys this article that pointed that out, and I was like, this didn't even occur to me. Dude. But it's true. She straight up rapes this dude's body yep. without consent. He would have given consent. Any male <laughs> would give consent to have sex with Gal Gadot. But, yeah, dude. As a Wonder Woman. No, you're right, though, sure, man. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, but, what if he was a gay dude? Maybe he wouldn't have true. given consent. True. Man, yeah. come on. I mean, and like, you know, and everybody, the way people dressed in the 80s, you, you couldn't tell. But anyway, but, but, uh, but <laughs> besides, yeah. but like, man, it's, it, that, when I read the article, I was like, holy shit. Because they pointed out, like, if yeah. the sexes were reversed, there'd be like, oh, for sure. Riots in the street. But it didn't even occur to me because I'm stupid. And because Gal Gadot's hot and you oh, just like, yeah. yeah. I was just like, come on. But give it to me, I, baby. I, like I said, I go back. To, you know, I, I I don't understand the whole like sun dynamic with uh, Max Maxwell Lord. Like I don't know why they even put him in the movie. So I didn't read the Maxwell Lord stuff. I remember Wonder Woman killed him in the comics. Right, yeah, right? she broke his neck. Snapped was it because neck, of the yeah. same storyline? Did he become a crystal? Or that was the dumbest part to me. <laughs> the dude became a crystal. Yeah. It's Who, not, how did that get written? Yeah, I, I cannot. I literally cannot believe that Jeff Johns wrote that. When they when they said that he is a crystal, now I'm like, are you freaking joking me? And actually, I like that guy in the Mandalorian, but I hate him now after this movie, yeah. dude. Like, he I, was so annoying. I, I think that he was killed by Wonder Woman because he shot Blue Beetle and killed Blue Beetle. Oh, okay, Ted Cord. Yeah. Okay, so, so see, why mm. don't you do that? Why don't you freaking bring blue beetles ghost into this instead of steve trevor's ghost <laughs> yeah I, I you know that's the thing is that there are a lot of hang-ups with it but i for the most part i enjoyed it man like i i liked hmm. the fight scene i like the action stuff like when she attacks that uh caravan of cars that was that was the best part of yeah, the movie that was, the only that good was part super of the movie. fun that was like but you compare that to the best part of the first one with which is where the the world war one battle she's where walking she's onto the field right yeah because th- those are the two centerpieces right right, right. But you compare them, and it's like no contests. Like the second one gets fucking smoked, dude. Yeah, yeah I know. Because like she's well, a she's underpowered, which is fun. But like it, like even if even if she was fully powered, and you compared those two sequences, it's nothing, dude. The first one just tromps all over it. Yeah, just the first curb, one. Well, yeah, because it's the first time the we see her really be Wonder Woman, other than like. Batman, Superman. You that know? was the other stupid part about this. Actually, is that like, uh, they, why do they do superhero movies like this where you don't get to see him be the superhero? Like, I think it worked in Batman Begins pretty well, but like, like why would they not just have her in a Wonder Woman outfit the whole time? Like the whole time. Yeah, yeah. they should. I, I really, actually, I really enjoyed the mall scene. Though, like that was very like corny, like '80s comic to me. Like those guys with their hair and like the way they're dressed. Yeah, but I mean, dude, you could watch the Goldbergs for that, dude. Like uh, the TV show, the Goldbergs, if that's all you're looking for is nostalgia, man. Like they, in fact, Goldbergs did it way better than Wonder Woman did it. I didn't even actually feel that nostalgic, other than the time they went to the mall. I'm so like, my, this is is this even '80s anymore? So, so my buddy was like, he, he saw it before we did, and he was like, you should, 
just have a drink every time she swoops down and saves children. (laughs) (laughs) And he said, you will be blitzed. And so like, uh, so I didn't because I was with my children. But but, uh, yeah, it's like every, every 10 minutes, she's like swinging down and like snatching children out of the way of danger. Well, like the whole, like, uh, I I didn't get the whole, like, uh, flying on lightning thing. With her, like, where she can lasso a cloud. Yeah, dude. Yeah, that was really weird. So I, I, I dug the invisible plane thing. I was like, oh, cool, fun. They got the invisible plane in there. It's gone. It was there for two minutes. Doesn't matter anymore because now she can fly. I'm fine with her flying too, but like, the fact that she has to lasso clouds, yeah, to like propel herself, was like, oh, dude. Not only that, so and, and. like graphics Ugh. computer graphics always look worse on a small screen than they do like in the theater I yeah. don't notice half of the crappy graphics that I do at yes. home but at home I was like dude they like some of the stuff just looks so corny like that whole beginning scene with the little girl trying to do all these like huge jumps and flips and stuff it's like <laughs> dude that looks I there's video games that look way better than you, what you know what was like. crazy is the sets themselves looked freaking terrible yeah they were yeah. cheap as shit like yeah, when she's fighting uh cheetah i guess at the at the very end in that kind of electrical oh plant or gosh, what have you yeah, that, was the, so that was such a horrible set and then the the post credits thing and i get that that kind of doesn't count or whatever but like uh there's a scene where she's walking with with uh steve trevor that it literally they just went to universal studios back lot like the 19 and just like shot there and like the scene with linda carter at the end Mm-hmm. Um, at the in the post credits or whatever, they were like the the cheapest looking like it's just like holy crap, dude! It's like a Hallmark Christmas Can, movie. Yeah, yeah could you not right, spend? Dude. It was worse than that though. <laughs> it was worse than that because like, could you not spend? Like, I could afford that set. You know? Yeah, sure. Yeah. I mean, like, it yeah, was with your just Trump money now, buddy. Yeah, buddy. Hey, let's buy some movie sets. Heck yeah, <laughs> dude. Um. <laughs> I hate that people say Trump money. Actually, I hate that like people give him credit for this crap, dude. I'm sorry. Anyway, but uh, yeah, then the graphics, like, dude, when she turned into a cheetah, that was so stupid to me, dude. It looked so. It looked like the movie Cats, dude. It, like that. <laughs> that movie one. was. <laughs> Did you see it? Did yes. you see Cats. I went to the theater with that. Oh, hold like, on. I want to Let's go talk see about it. this. This is this is the discussion. You saw it in the theater. Ashley's like, I really want to see cats. I'm like, okay, we'll go to cats together. So we get so there. You guys are the guys that saw that in the theater, dude. I actually saw it. Wow. I saw it for ten minutes. In really? The Just ten we, minutes. We almost walked out, and I'll tell you why oh, we man. didn't. Because she's like, well, I forced and dragged you to go, and you finally said yes, and so I decided that like. I'm going to make you suffer. Yeah, she wanted to leave <laughs> just as bad as I did, but she didn't. Wow, you saw the whole thing, dude. It in was the such. Garbage, I do, dude. Angelical wow. cat, like what the hell does that mean, dude? Uh, dude. So uh, we it were watching bad. some other movie in the theater, and my five-year-old girl was there, and I forgot what it was, but it was too. It ended up being too scary for it. It was some comic book movie. This mm. came out last Christmas, right? That's when Cats came out. Um, yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, so then I I left. Uh, so we had to walk out, and I'm like, okay, well, let's just go find another movie theater that we can walk into. We walked into Cats, and. Uh, and my five-year-old daughter, she loves cats. She loves music and stuff. And so I'm like, okay, I'll take a hit for her. But even her, she couldn't do it after 10 minutes. She's like, oh, wow. this sucks, Dad. And speaking of which, all of my kids hated the Wonder Woman movie too, dude. They, right? like, they were all, like my my 15-year-old and 7- and 5-year-old, they were all like, 
this is a really crappy movie. Wow. <laughs> yeah, so... Well, that that right there yeah. speaks... Because the volumes. thing is, is they were trying... You could tell they were trying to pander towards my daughters, actually, in this movie, right? Like, a female power thing. And I wish that they, they delivered on that, but they didn't, and they my daughters were bored by it, so... Wow. Yeah, that is too and bad. And see, that's, that's, why, that's what the first one pulled off right. so well. Yeah, I think they did a good job at that. Uh, yeah, but like, oh, boy... And then the whole dude, I hated the whole thing with Steve Trevor, like the way they brought him back, and like, and the way they got rid of him too. Yeah, exactly. He just like kind of hid behind a, <laughs> yeah. a column, and he yells to her, and then and she's like, "Okay, running. see ya," and he just yeah. hides behind a column. Well, and the fact that it wasn't Steve Trevor, this body the whole time, but they right. kept showing the actor Chris Pine, right? But right. you had to remember in your mind that this isn't really Chris Pine, right? For a long, so they, like remind, they reminded you once, yeah, right, and like, yeah. and like. And, like, as a shrewd, bitter old man that, like, looks for loopholes in movies, even I wanted them to do it more than once. Yeah, right. My children probably just like, oh, he's just Steve Trevor. Yeah, I know. You know? And so if that's the case, why didn't they just bring... That's what I don't understand. If they can do wishes, why didn't she just bring him back instead of putting him in some random dude's body? Exactly. Dude, that's it's weird. It was so weird. Like, I want you to still like it, Kelly. I like these. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, like dude, I like, like I told you, like in the text before, like I understand the criticisms and I understand why they're there. And they're not, it's not obviously not a perfect movie. There's parts in it that are really crappy. But for the most part, like, I just, I guess, say most part, I say, I give it, I give it 50% good. Like, I just, I just couldn't believe that a major motion picture. A major motion comic book picture was about magic, mm-hmm. lucky charm wishes. Yeah. And crystals. And, and it yeah. was written by Jeff Johns. Are you <laughs> fucking kidding me? I did not know that. And that makes me hate it so much more because <laughs> it was so bad. Stepped in at exactly. Any point. They should have had Greg Rucker Good write it, dude. Grief. Like, why did they have Rucker writing this thing, dude? He understands Wonder Woman. Apparently, Jeff Johns doesn't. Jeff Johns, yeah. Anyway. Oh, my God. And DC, dude, uh, I was talking about, my son is big into comic movies, and he was just like, DC comics are kind of better, Dad, but Marvel movies are way better. I'm like, yeah, you're right, dude, they are. And we were trying to talk, I was asking him, I'm like, we're trying to talk about what DC movies are good. He's like, what one do you like? I'm like, probably Teen Titans go to the movies. Yes. And then I was like, and then we remembered Shazam, and I did really like Shazam. Shazam was fun. Yeah, but those are, and Wonder Woman, those three. Of the new batch, and I, I like Aquaman, man. Oh, did myself. Well, yeah, Aquaman's yeah. Well, good too. I like Aquaman. Jason Momoa. I, I it's fun, man. See, but it's my, fun to look my at. My feeling about Aquaman is your feeling about Wonder Woman. It didn't suck, but it didn't it was fine. do anything for me. Right? Yeah. yeah. And but, I, I can, I can see that. And it, it lagged in parts. And this Wonder Woman movie lagged in so many Oof. parts. Like, were, why yeah. didn't they just cut ninety percent of it? The, even that first scene was like a fifteen to twenty minute long scene of their the games that they play uh, right on their island. Like, that could have been done in just, like, two minutes, dude. And it just kept going forever and ever. And I'm like, oh, man, come on, stop this. And then they would just be, like, walking from one place to another for, like, ten minutes talking. <laughs> yeah. and, I'm like, oh, yeah. and Chris Pine looks old as shit, dude. Like, he didn't age. He hasn't aged well the past five years. He was years, funny, so. though. He did. He was very he was funny. Good. Well, was oh, very and funny. actually, we haven't talked about Kristen Wiig. I think she is the only redeemable part to this, actually. She did good. She was so natural. Everybody else didn't seem natural when they were acting. Even Gal yeah. didn't yeah. seem natural. Like, it looked like... This was her first round as being Wonder Woman in this. Dude. She I, didn't feel comfortable to me. I had a h- little bit of a hard time buying Kristen Wiig as like 
Resident Evil bad guy. Yeah, as like yeah. A, as a as a as a tough ass bad guy. It's, she it's, did so good as like being the weasel. The, the first like, part. Girl. Oh yeah. Yeah, the, the first dog. part of yeah. it was good. Yeah, she was great. Um, but then yeah, as she started, that was the thing. She just started getting darker and darker and right. turning into Peter Parker when he got the Venom <laughs> yeah, thing, exactly. dude. Like <laughs> emo <just> Peter Parker. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah. Just like, oh man, and you know she probably didn't want to be doing that, but what she could do is she gets a chance at a major blockbuster. But like she looked like the most comfortable actress. Uh, actor on the screen to me out of that's true movie. that's that's a great point i didn't even think about how that, do you become true across from gal gadot dude if you're, right you're, <laughs> any woman ever dude God. yeah but yeah, anyway i do oh, i don't know man and and they're making a new gods movie i don't know if that's still happening but if it is I it's gonna so. suck dude they've already green lighted a wonder woman 3 have they really yeah jeez green lit or green lit uh good point do you guys know is it the same director that did the first one yes, i think it, it is. is yeah i'm it sure is. it's the same it no. is patty jenkins how is that possible they look like two completely different movies well, yeah one's in do. the 19 early 1910s <laughs> the other one's in the 1980s <laughs> wasn't the first one world war ii or was world it, it, was, it was oh, one. one yeah oh. um oh, but nazis are bad that. at both oh they are i think so nazis say what still what was that I didn't hear what she said. I literally didn't hear what she said. Yeah, just say, no, I disagree. Uh, I can, yeah, you said it, so yes, I disagree. <laughs> Dude. Oh, COVID. Easy. <laughs> Damn it. Better have a drink. Uh, yeah, Kill that sure. COVID in my mouth. Speaking of things in your mouth, Ryan, why don't, you get that, why don't you get that mic in your mouth and get key to me? Okay. So listen, I brought... Um, Oh, yeah. Do we want to take a commercial break? No, it'll be after the key to me, but I guess we can now. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking after key to me and then before the actual review. Key to me. Key, key to, to me. me. Key to you. This is a segment where um, we talk about a comic that's not necessarily important to um, comics as a whole, which we try to do with our main review, but uh, more as a, just what's important to us personally. Exactly. Uh, right? And today, uh, it's going to be brought to you by Mr. Ryan. Okay, so I brought three different choices. Ooh. Jeez, man. So you got the Don't next blow two your episodes load all at there. once. So, no, well, that's exactly why, because I want you guys... To pick. To, to decide which one. So, who, so, who's, so who's going to decide? Rock, paper, scissors? Yes. Okay. Yep. Best two right. out of three? Yep. Oh, Spencer okay. picks. All right. Spencer picks. So give me a number between one and three. Three, obviously. Okay. Number one. Number two. Conan, Conan, and... Oh, Conan. Conan. Son, of, son of a bitch. <laughs> Number three. Un, the un, uh, speaking of which. Is that a 3D issue or no? No, this is just the That's real deal. That's the one that issue. just sold for Correct. Uh, $750 million. The <laughs> <laughs> then Kenny X Men number two sixty eight. I think I got that number right when I was talking about yeah, it earlier. Yeah, appreciate it. Good for me. Yeah, dude, All I right. always have a hard time with numbers, dude. Like I'll see, hear people be like, "Oh yeah, an X Men eighty three, whatever." I'm like, "Are you kidding, man? Like, yeah. how do you even know how that?" Do you even know that? Yeah, you know. Yeah. So we'll save these other two for later, for another time. Okay. All right. So uh, the Uncanny X Men two sixty eight. Now, um, for anyone that's around here, I bought this in the Ogden Mall. Uh, there was a a weird 
store and that was in the downstairs oh this was in the upstairs i remember downstairs a comic store in the downstairs yeah but this was in the upstairs it was just there for a very short time really and then it disappeared Hmm. it was like uh kind of a uh for those of you that aren't here um watch the music video from tiffany Tiffany. i think we're alone now and you'll get to see the augdemont correct uh this store was not is not in that video unfortunately because it was it was long afterwards but um so i i wandered into the store which i think had like a lot of uh kind of sports cards memorabilia and uh and um just a few comics and this was put out let me remove my glasses that's what back when jim lee cared about his artwork uh, this was put on in 1990. Okay. So I would have been 14? 16. I'm not that old. Spence. I thought you were four years old. I mean, you just two? Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. So I probably would have been like, yeah, like 14, I guess. So anyway, so so I walked into the store. Um, I th- think, now I'm not 100% sure about this. But I think this is probably the first Jim Lee comic book I ever bought. Oh, really? I think. At least that you were aware of? That I'm aware of. I I did buy a Punisher War Journal trade paperback where he's fighting Wolverine. Mm. It's Punisher War Journal issues six and seven, I believe. Check you out, man. And it's freaking great. But I, I can't remember if I had that first or this first. But I think this might be my first Jim Lee. So, um... And uh, and I've been glad to to know that this is like a a lot of people really love this, which is mm-hmm. has made me feel better about myself. So so anyway, so in one of for one of my classes, I can't remember one. It was like an English class or something in junior high. I I drew this picture, the opening picture um, to the comics. Splash right, the page. splash page is Captain America just coming at you right he's leaping towards the camera there's a couple of swords pointed at him he's fighting some hands it's a really cool picture it's great it's freaking awesome it's still cool i drew that as the i made a comics magazine i can't remember what i called it lizard uh i I still have it actually i'm gonna have to i'm gonna have to pull it out but um so so anyway so i cover i colored i copied this pose Mm -hmm. as the cover and put like comics, not comic scene because that's a real life magazine. Yeah. But comic something like behind, kind of behind him, and some kids like told me they were like, "Well, what does it say?" Because like I can't see because like it's behind his shield it. and whatever. I'm like, you dicks. <laughs> but anyway, so it, it was a big freaking deal to me, and just the art dude, this in is this still cool, dude. It, it is, is really good. That's almost stunning. like a Jack Kirby like uh, panel, like the action oh. just where people flying all over the place. This yeah, is, page two and three. It, yeah. Caps jumping through. I mean, he's jumping sideways instead of like. Uh, but yeah. but you got ninjas flying all over the place. That's Everything really cool. two page spread. The first, the top half is just Cap just being a total badass, and it's just so good. And like, um, it's inked by Scott Williams, of course. But like, you see these weird lines about around Cap, which remind me of Will's Portacio and or, or whatever. But like, mm-hmm. um, just this is Jim Lee. Like, this won me over. I was like, holy shit, this guy, yeah, seriously, dude. Jim Lee, this guy is freaking incredible. I've never it's, actually seen the interiors of this comic. That's really cool. It's looking. so good. Yeah. And, like, I think around this... This is the famous one, just so you guys know. There's a, The cover has Captain America, Black Widow, yes. and Wolverine um, standing, presumably, on a rooftop. Correct. Yeah, About thank them. you. They're looking yeah, down the city, just, yeah. it looks like. Correct. 
And it is, um, yeah, like I said, I think it's, it's probably, if it's not the first Jim Lee that I bought, it's at least the first Jim Lee where I recognized like, holy shit, this guy is, yeah. I need to pay attention to this guy. Right. Yeah, dude, I can see why for sure. And so I started picking up Uncanny X-Men like after this, mm-hmm. like immediately after this. And I remember I paid a little bit extra for this because I think... Because it was like a month or two old. Yeah. yeah. And so it was, you know, maybe five bucks or mm-hmm. something. But at the time, you know, that was a lot of money for me. Right. So um, anyway, it's a great, wonderful story where it goes it goes back in time and it kind of shows you where Logan, as he is at the time, because he's not Wolverine yet, first meets Captain America in uh, Madripoor, I believe, um, back in back in the olden days during World War Two. And um, this is where they f- first meet, apparently. <laughs> Some John Byrne influence there, dude, and those faces big For time. For sure. Yeah. And he, there's a great line, and I wish I would have read this today, but I didn't. Um, but yeah, Cap says, maybe it's towards the end of this, but Cap says, essentially, something along the lines like, you're, you're really good. Like, maybe we could team up or something like that. And, like, and Logan says... Uh, I don't need a sidekick, <laughs> which, is, which is, it's a great line. Yeah, that's pretty good. It's a great line. And so, so, but then it flashes forward to modern day where uh, black widow at the time is also getting, getting attacked by the hand Jubilee and oh Psylocke gosh, and Wolverine. Jim Lee's Psylocke dude is like my Psylocke. Oh, man. Oh, man. Yeah. It's the best. They come, they come to her, her aid she faints, falls in Wolverine's arms. As and, Black Widow would do. Oh, yeah, baby. And um, and again, a kind of flashback. Wolverine has given the business to some Nazis in the local Madripoor bar. Um, and again, it's been a while since I read this. They did do a 3D version of this. How long ago was that? A couple of years um, ago? It was, a, it was like a year, year ago. ago. Yeah, it was like okay. a year. Yeah. Hmm. Which I bought just because, again, this is one of my favorite comics. So it flashes back and forth in time. Um, basically I'll, I'll just skip to the point in that Wolverine in, in the forties ends up saving, um, Black Widow's life as she is a, just a little baby because her, her dad is being targeted by the Nazis and I can't recall quite why, but, um, he sa- ends up saving her life. And, um, so like she's, you know, cause she's got like the Nick Fury, like aging, uh, serum mm-hmm. or what have you. I also remember her being in lingerie as a, as, a, as a young man. I remember that very well. <laughs> Try to peel those pages apart. <laughs> <laughs> it's so sticky for some reason. And then this is this is super cute. Uh, on, I don't know what page it is. Uh, it's 18. Page 18. Psylocke is talking to to uh, Black Widow and... and uh, Wolverine and, and Jubilee. Jubilee's down below. She She's looking up a Psylocke, looking at Black Widow. What did Jubilee do in World War II? Well, th- th- this is in current times. Oh, okay. <laughs> and then she, she looks down at her chest, and she's, oh, she's depressed. It's a super cute, cute <laughs> and panel. And the face is cute, too. Oh, it's great. Like, again, this is Jim Lee. Just, he is killing it. That is, dude. That's some of the best Jim Lee. We flash back on page 19 to World War II. Mm-hmm. These Nazis are taken off. Logan, like, jumps up kicks his way through the freaking windshield boots these nazis it's rad cap shows up 
And look, there's little Natasha right there. Oh, pulls Dude, her out cool. of pulls her out of the wreckage. There's her dad. I can't remember exactly why. Again, I should have read this. I apologize. But um, but it's great. I also remember this panel because I'm an ass man. And there's there, there's there's Black Widow. <laughs> Wonderful picture of Wolverine right here. Again, and and so the hand like the hand wanted Natasha because she's like the chosen one or something. Anyway, the plot is irrelevant. What what is important uh, is that at the time, this is what single-handedly got me into the X-Men. I had always known the X-Men. I had always known what they were about, you know, the Dark Phoenix. And, you know, I knew how important it was and all this kind of stuff. But this is the issue that won me over because this is the first X-Men issue I ever had, without a doubt. I'm 100% positive about that. Um and this is where I started buying more, and uh, this is where I got on board, because this is when Claremont and Jim Lee were just kicking all sorts of ass, mm -hmm. and like it, th their run is you know again nostalgically, is one of my favorite runs ever, uh, just because it's just so good, and like Jim Lee was at the height. Of his powers, at least for me as a fan. I mean, maybe technically yeah. he, like I, he got better. I'm but, seeing a lot yeah. of uh, like um, Art Adams and John Byrne here. For like, sure. I think that like he hadn't fully developed his style necessarily at this point, right? Like, right. Because um, his, his stuff doesn't necessarily look like this anymore. There definitely is still some Jim Leeisms, but specifically in the faces, um, he doesn't necessarily draw faces like that anymore. Right. Like that. That's on Art Adams' face. Yeah, for sure. Right yep. there. Mm -hmm. to, to your point. And but I'm a huge Art Adams guy. Right. He's like my, he's one of my favorite artists ever. So I was I was I was over the moon with with this yeah. uh, with this art and this inking, and and just the story itself because I I always loved kind of you know I always loved Captain America. Yeah, I was a big Wolverine guy because I was on board when they launched the regular title with John Buscema. I have like one through seventy five, I think. So I was I was. Huge on board with Wolverine, and so like, and I just, you're an ass man. I'm an ass man, yeah, and, and, and that one, that one panel, oh, you had a yeah. crossover between Wolverine, Captain America, and an ass. I'm, 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 and I'm there, and so like, that's why I paid an extra two fifty or whatever for this, and so like, but, uh, and so this is truly one of uh, cool, dude. a comic that I truly love. Uh, again, artistically, it still holds up. Mm -hmm. but it's just an, such a nostalgic thing for me, which I guess is the whole point of the segment, but it's what got me on board the X-Men, which the X-Men was my number one love for, uh, well, mostly just for the Jim Lee run, to be completely honest with yeah. you. Once he left for Image, um, I kind of, uh, I still stayed on board with the Wills Portacio because he, he took over after Jim Lee left. And well, Jim... Then he started this the regular X Men comic, correct? But then once he left that, mm -hmm. I was pretty much gone. Yeah. Um, Andy Kubert took over, and I have a few of those, and I love Andy Kubert now. I almost I prefer him to Jim Lee. Yeah. To be completely honest with you, but like at the time, I just wanted Jim Lee, and so I followed him over to Image. But um, but I truly love this comic, and they did a. a, a uh, 3D version of it, like we, like I said, a year or two ago, mm -hmm. and it, it was fine. Yeah, it's it's fun. It's, but I had yeah. to get it just because it's a comic that I just love so much, right. and like I had to get it. 
What I thought was interesting is um, the, so this sold for uh, what was it? It was seven hundred thousand or four. It was anyway. It was a lot of money. I think it was yeah. It was around like it was around four hundred thousand. Yeah. So what was interesting million. is that um, to me is that Scott Williams sold this back in the nineties for six hundred dollars. Six hundred right? bucks. Yeah. Yes. But what I thought was interesting is I don't know how they do that. I'd like to find out how they divvy that up because like what makes Scott Williams get the piece for resale as opposed I actually, to Jimmy. I actually heard about that. I think that uh, at least back in the day oh I wish I could remember the ratio. But like every it's either every five covers or every ten covers the inker gets okay. every five or ten pages the inker gets okay. hmm. and so so like they got a certain ratio at least back in the day yeah. I, I lord knows what it is now but um yeah so that's how he got this yeah. at least at the time right so the cover went for that much or a page of no just or? just the cover it's like cover, it was okay. like four hundred thousand or maybe five hundred yeah or some, yeah some, was, somewhere around there it was a crazy amount of money dude yeah but yeah like um and again like it, it Google sent me that headline, and so, because um, Google. Yeah, I know, man. They, they, They're listening right now, These dude. stupid phones. <laughs> like, I, show, I showed my kids The Lord of the Rings yeah. just over this Christmas break. I have never once looked up a thing about Lord of the Rings. <laughs> yeah. As soon, the next day, after I talked to my wife about showing the kids Lord of the Rings, what pops up on my Google News? Yeah. But just endless Lord of the Rings, <laughs> freaking dude! I know. Phones. It's nuts. Very, very odd. But anyway, that's but yeah. that's my key to me issue. I like it. Um, that was good. Dude. Chosen by uh, Spence. Yes, thanks. I I feel like I chose the right one, right, Kelly? You definitely did. Yes. Tower of Shadows number one. Dot com. Dot org slash biz <laughs> and her promo code cold storage <laughs> for nothing <laughs> for zero percent off um, so ryan gave us these for christmas yeah he we did. said that earlier yes, yes. um john ramita cover let's talk about that yeah then the most important thing is uh, right on the inside one of the <laughs> oh very first gosh. ads you see yeah. <laughs> this is from 1969 didn't take you long to get into the nazis right no well hold, <laughs> uh, let's let's be clear i didn't even know that was there until today oh really when yeah, Callie totally sent that picture it. of it i looked at every one of these when i see these wow. they, it was on one of those things that's like in the old comics it was just like just shit it's like tons yeah. of shit like where the x-ray goggles and stuff would right. go and the hand buzzers and the ma the horror masks. Yeah, in here there's like famous German medals. <laughs> and there's like swastikas held up by an eagle. SS signals. There is a tons iron of, cross. Right there. Yeah. Large, so, full size, beautiful detail, authentic replicas, silver finished, colorful silk ribbon. All three for $6.95. Do you think if I sent Disney that money, they'd send me the rails? <laughs> dude, there's an Iron Cross over here, too, dude. Really? Yeah, dude. There's another one on the other side of the page, too. Um, so it's an Iron Cross uh, ring. Ring. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Ring was, super, was Surfer and Iron Cross. So anyway, um, but here's the thing, okay? I'm telling you guys. Oh, you didn't get the Iron Cross one. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't see it. Where is it? It's right above the horror oh, mask. There it is. Yeah, but uh, so let me tell you guys. Like, it is funny now 
But the, I want to remind you guys that there was a time where there was no Nazis in America. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and, now it, and it was collected just for memorabilia's sake, like World War II memorabilia. 1969, yeah. Like, people would just collect that stuff just because it was memorabilia of the, the Great War, right? Not right. because they were... it was a crazy thing that happened in the past. Yeah, exactly. Not because <laughs> yeah, right. they were yeah, going to wear yeah. these. It, right. They weren't going to wear these pins. But now we like live a in a time party. where these ads... Are oh, real dear. and on real websites for right. stuff oh, yeah, like exactly, that people yeah. are literally buying now so they can uh, wear it. Superpower wristbands. There's so much ridiculous. Dude, last year you guys didn't see Nazis coming, did you? <laughs> we didn't <laughs> see. It's always like, dude, Nazis are going to be a thing next year. What? But yep, sure enough, dude. Charlottesville, that was a couple of years ago. Yeah, that's wait. Was that the tiki torches? That was the tiki's. Yeah, yeah they weren't full on out and out Nazis though, as as much as they are now. They were like True. the they were just uh, white supremacists. The all right guys. Good yeah. old fashioned uh, white supremacists. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> In dockers with tiki torches. Right. Oh, yeah, dude. Uh, yeah, oh, but no, dude. God I love, damn. dude. What that's part of the best part about these old comics. It's just the ads, it, man. I can really look at them forever, yeah. dude. They're so good. And I I truly love trades and. I recently just got a hardcover reprint of a treasury and stuff like that. But you guys know I love my ads. I, yep. do, I truly do love my ads. And so I, I can't believe that I missed this. First thing you see, you open up a Marvel comic. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> you can buy your Nazi medals. Fantastic. Right next to your live seahorses and your kit to like build oh. muscles. Dude, and the crazy thing is, is if you look up any of this stuff especially the Nazi stuff. But if you look at any of this stuff up on eBay now, it's all like tons of money, like $70. Yeah. Like if you would have just sent in a dollar to get 1,001 things free, <laughs> your return on that investment. Yeah. Dude, holy uh, cow. That too bad I wasn't crazy. alive at this time. Like there's so much stuff, like with the creepy magazines, right? Like I've oh, looked up some of that yeah. stuff and I'm like. That's the best part. Well, like the like life-size those, like uh, Frankenstein? Frankenstein. The oh, Jack yeah. Davis drawing. Uh -huh. yeah. Dude, I was reading in the Warren book Jack Davis just drew that. Well, he walked into the Warren offices one day, and he, Warren, Jim Warren was like, hey, I was thinking about doing a Frankenstein uh, poster. And so uh, Jack Davis just sat down and drew it. Just like, shit it while out. While he was stopping in the office just wow. to like, probably hand in some That's pages. That's ridiculous. Yeah, dude. Dude. Yeah, it's crazy. But yeah, every one of those things. Yeah, that thing goes, you can't find it for cheaper than like a hundred and something bucks now. Right. Dude. When it was, I think, $10 or something yeah. like that. Or a dollar maybe. I don't know. Man. Yeah, dude, so, if only we could go back, man. And now it's like, my kids have so many toys. I'm like, which ones do I hang on to? Is Imagine X going to be like worth a ton of money like in 20 years? It might be, dude. It might be It might be the Battle Beast of like our yeah, generation. True. Right? Yeah, true, yeah. Like yeah. where they go up and... I just yeah. wanted to say that I got you a present. And you did, thank you, yes. You haven't gotten uh, me one yet. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> just, I just wanted to throw I'm that I'm pretty sure it came from a reputable site that I ordered them from. <laughs> <laughs> the money's gone, so I... <laughs> <laughs> yeah so um yep so tower of shadows and we uh, speaking of warring magazines and yes. creepy and eerie and all that right like and ec they're, they're they're trying to jump in on the in fact they were directly um probably competing yeah they were for sure competing with creepy and eerie and Warren right now with this oh yeah definitely and uh this came out i believe the same month as uh or maybe not the same month but very closely to chamber of darkness like um Marvel yeah. at the time, and and I think DC did most of their horror anthology stuff in the seventies. Is that correct? Mm -hmm. But like House of Secrets and whatnot. Yeah. But like, um, you know, and this this was sixty nine, so it was like <gasps> tail end, right? 
But um, yeah, they were. This is and this is. I love the Bronze Age kind of stuff so much. Yeah, it's because too. of all this crazy horror anthology stuff, which I truly love and adore. But this this was an early experiment. Um, there's not many issues. It didn't last very long. Neither did Chamber. I think Chamber of Darkness actually lasted longer than Tower of Shadows. Dude, I don't know, man. There's still only a handful of Chamber of Darkness yeah, issues, too. There's not many. Yeah. Um, I think they maybe jumped the gun a little bit because it was like the kind of early to mid 70s where there were this they did kind of stuff really shine. We're killing, dude, at this time. Yeah. This is a, and this is, this is a direct response to that. In fact, For sure. Jim Warren. I read his biography. I don't know if I told you that, but I mean, I, I read it. Yeah, okay. Yeah. He's, Spence is legit, yeah, dude. I read real books, too, about <laughs> comics. <Good. laughs> yeah. Yeah. But uh, anyway, no, he, he was so pissed off at Marvel, dude, for doing this because like, he I was just that. like, they were directly trying to like steal from him. But, well, yeah. yeah, I mean, you got your uh, like Crypt Keeper, if you will. I mean, that's not who he is, but that's like... And that's and that's EC, too. But right. yeah, I think you meant to say Uncle Oh, yeah, Uncle Creepy. Creepy. Uncle yeah. Creepy. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't know. Cousin I never had your issue one. <laughs> what? Oh, yeah, I had, had issue one. He <laughs> traded it to Ryan for a figure Ryan was going to throw away anyway. Actually, figure. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Did you sincerely, did you give me Creepy number one for that <laughs> shitty Space Ghost Yes. figure? Not even Space and Ghost, but Space Ghost Coast, coast to Coast. coast. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> even worse. Wow. What a deal. Yeah. Dude, Thank you, Callie. Yeah, you're welcome. I, dude, I watched that go down, dude. I was like, I was there the day that that trade happened. <laughs> Man, we're going to read about that one day. Yeah. But um, yeah, but, but, but Marvel went horror crazy, as did... DC, like a couple, a few years later, mm-hmm. like that's when you know, uh, you know, Werewolf at Night and the the Living Mummy and and Marvel just went totally berserk with the horror stuff, um, and and uh, DC did as well because they had what uh, they had House of Secrets, they had uh, oh Mystery. shit, Black Magic. I'm totally drawing a blank. Um, I no, got a bunch of ghosts, weird, black magic weird mystery during that time. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. but they still like. Yeah, I mean, they ghosts, were republishing right. it. Yeah, ghosts, and, uh, tales of the unexpected. Thank you. Yeah, um, but even that was before too. Tales of the unexpected. Oh, was it? That's old, dude. Probably. Okay. Yeah. That's Un- like how about stuff. unexpected tales? <laughs> I think that's what that that one right there. I think is unexpected tales. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, like, uh, but anyhow, I I I love this area, this era, I should say. Excuse me. Um, just because I love this old, especially the anthology stuff, which is best, something man. we've talked yeah. about before. Yeah, it's the best, dude. It's the, it, it, is, it is the best. It's but anyway, let's yeah. let's crack this open. Let's get past the Nazi uh, stuff for sale. So first I want to, just real quick, the Romita cover. Um, it's great. It is good. There's a couple things. The the creature or the, uh, I forgot his name now, the Gravedigger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. He, um, he looks kind of like a, like a Scooby Doo villain, really quick for sure. That's that's a Johnny Craig um, drawing. Um, if you're talking about the corner box art on the cover, yes, yes, yes. yes that's Johnny Craig, not John Romita. I just okay. want to be clear. All right, makes and sense. Then, yeah. Thank you. Um, and the John Romita um, is representing the first story, except I think he's portraying the man too big compared to how he how I read him in the first story. Well, dude, I mean, you know, the, this stuff comes the, out. They do the covers like before any of the interiors. The woman. Or, is much prettier on the cover than oh, she, she is, is yes. in the interior. Yes. And no wonder he did what he did for that woman on the cover. Yes. Right? 
compared to the one in the book. The um, fellow in the painting she, is she actually pretty, looks, pretty dead on. On the cover, she looks like nice. Like she, you're like, oh, I can sympathize with this woman. Yeah, right. And then you get to page two, and you're like, oh yeah, yeah. Exactly. I hate this woman. Yeah. Let's let's talk about page one. We got to talk about the grave digger, dude, because ooh, Sterenko. So this is by Sterenko. He pulled a Frazetta on on the. <laughs> Dude, talk about creepy number one. He yeah, exactly. So so they have a storyteller or a ghost host or whatever you want to say. So yeah. it's like the crypt keeper or the uh, uncle, uncle creepy creepy. Right, yeah. he's your horror host. So yeah, this is um this is the uh, the digger. grave digger. Yep. Yeah. Um, and he doesn't look anything Season. like the corner box art grave digger. No, right? Not at all. Or like any of the other stories. He's the most hipster. Rock and ro- rockabilly looking, is, yes. like awesome looking. I mean, styling, dude. He's so cool looking. I would hang out with this dude. I would have seen him at hardcore shows yeah, in, sure. in, in 2002. <laughs> yep. And he's wearing he's wearing two belts, right? Like, and he's got super tight pants. The thing that I got stuck on, I couldn't figure out why, but he's got this like weird polka dot shirt underneath his fur. That's like. A vest that's just hanging out. It's just like this polka dot little neck, like handkerchief or piece of a shirt, but it doesn't match his other shirt. This oh, wearing. right, the red. Like, yeah. like he did it. It's like how the hardcore guys at that time used to wear like the bandanas in their back yeah, pockets, absolutely. right? Like it's 100%. just like an accessory, like right. that. And he's got bell bottoms on, and I mean, he looks really cool. He's he just hip, doesn't dude, look for like sure. He's supposed to, and it's crazy because it's the introduction to the to the grave digger guy, right? Right, this is the first time that you see him. Like, and so you're like, oh, that's cool. Introducing a story. And then, and then yeah. when you get to the next one, first of all, this is a zombie. Yeah, he's zombie. And yeah, all of a sudden zombified. in the next story, nope, he's totally alive. Yeah. yeah right? Like, um, he also reminds me of uh, the Haunted Mansion, the ride. There's like a guy in the graveyard and he's with his dog and he's holding a little uh, lantern. lantern thing, yeah. yeah. And he looks a lot like that oh, in, okay. in the other stories. All right. But yeah, not Stranko, dude. Stranko's not going to follow anybody's rules. So, no, so, so it is split in half. The second, the second picture you see, the page, is the uh, what are they called? The Shadow House. Is that yes, correct? Yes, that is right. Yes. Great. It's a beautiful. It's this awesome, creepy, haunted house, just on the top of a island cliff, essentially. Yeah. Yep. It's a really beautiful picture, actually. And uh, uh, so, did you guys listen to that Rob Liefeld episode talking about uh, Frank Miller's Sin City and how Jim Lee ripped him off? But then, yes. uh, but then Rob was like, "Dude, Starenko was doing that stuff before even Frank Miller was doing that stuff." And like, Curioscuro? is that what it's called? Maybe I don't. Yeah, that, maybe that particular right. type of artwork. Harry Ketty? But it's like where it's just like shadows. You're just drawing the shadows. Yeah. And if you take the color out of this page, um, where the where the haunted house is, yeah, it's all that's shadow. That's 100 just like a Sin Ooh. City type right. yeah. style. Yeah, definitely. And and that happens all through it, dude. Like if you take the, it's hard to notice because you it, it's colored. But if you take the color out of this, like like that jacket right there yes, could be Mark's exactly. jacket, right? Like yeah. I was gonna say this the whole page uh, three, I think is that right? Page mm-hmm. three, like the, in all the little panels, it, like you said, if you take the color out of it, it totally feels. It has he that does. City feel he to takes it. the color yeah, out of it in certain parts. He does yeah. Yeah. in a couple yep. of panels here and there. Mm-hmm. Yep. So occasionally. So uh, yeah, Stranko was. Do you guys know the background on this? So had he, he'd already been Captain bit. America by this point? Correct. This right? is the last thing he ever did for Marvel. Okay. And yeah, this is what made him and Stan uh, have an argument. Stan thought there was too many so Stan, words. Stan wrote this, right? Uh, no, no he, Jim's, he Jim wrote, wrote it. it. 
Jim wrote it too. Oh, it says it edited, edited by, by Stanko. Yeah. Written and illustrated okay. by Stranko. Okay. And he said, if you change, any, isn't this the the uh, the, th- the story where he says, if you change any word, I'm gonna like like leave. Yeah, because uh, Lee was Stan was giving him a hard time because there was uh, too much dialogue, and uh, so Stranko was like, you know, stick it up your keister. This is mm-hmm. like, if you change anything, I'm out of here. I don't believe that Stan changed anything, but just the experience of it is what soured Stranko on working for Marvel. This is the last thing he ever did for Marvel. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, actually, at this point, I think he actually went over to Warren, to tell you the truth. Um, he didn't do interiors for Warren, but he did some covers for Warren. And he painted them, and they weren't uh, they weren't great, dude, honestly. like yeah, They were, like, a... okay, mediocre, but they weren't, like, right. like his like he, pen and ink stuff. He did a ton of uh, paperback covers probably after that period. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Same thing. They're mm. they're they're cool, right? But like, yeah, he never. I did. I, like this was just a special period. I just love mm. this this artwork and the way he's telling the story. Like the um, first panel, you see what you think is a dude. <laughs> yeah. It ain't. Yeah, it's the evil lady. So so this um. I think what makes this special, and we'll get into it, is that it's not like anything else that was on the stands at the time, no, dude. Not at all. He was doing crazy stuff with panels, right? Like, like yeah. uh, you know, at the time, the Marvel like house style was like six panels maybe per page, right? right? How many did I say this was? I counted them. Was it like 22? <laughs> I think it was 22 like panels that. on page three. And it's the same guy that did uh, how many page, splash page was it? Four pages or whatever? Yeah, it was. There's it, one right. picture in, in the Agent of Shields. So yeah, there's there's the the four panel page thing that's like every it's but, a four but, page picture. Right in the trade, you have to. It's like every. It's mm. like you can't fold yeah. it out. But oh, this yeah. one is like really big. Yeah. And did you did, fold it out in the original comic? Did no. It fold out? He he did it that way on purpose, so. and and Stan hated it, but he said to Stan, "This you will have to buy two copies." Of this comic, <laughs> to see the whole to, thing. to lay it out, so to see it. the entire four-page splash dude, page. Guy was nuts, dude. He was. He well, Franco he was on another level. He did exactly. Oh, that, yeah. other, uh, but that's the same dude. Nick There's Fury. 23 yeah, right. panels or whatever. Right. Same dude. Right. He did that uh, Nick Fury uh, crazy issue With too, where, issue, where you like yeah. turn the issue oh. in circles, right. to read the panels. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Well, then he did the wordless one too. Yes, uh, yeah, which is cool one, yeah. because he just—I mean—he played with the form, which was Crazy. like. It needed to happen. You needed somebody like Serenko yeah. to get people that came later because he was just like, you know what, I'm going to do stuff. And honestly, I'll be completely honest. I, I love this, but like some stuff I'm like, this is actually making it harder for me to read this <laughs> yeah. comic. right? But while I can appreciate the art of it, sure. Like if you're trying to get me to read this comic, you're not making it necessarily easy for me. No, um, he's, he's flexing. But yeah. there's a couple of things I want to point out, like on page three. Um, when they're looking in the mirror, like he has, you're looking from the first person view of the guy's handwriting, like lighting the match, mm-hmm. and you can see him and the woman in the mirror. Yeah, that's a cool story. I love that image. Yeah. And then the panel, right, three panels after that, you could see the disgust in the guy's face and like the break between the panels um, with the, I don't know what that is technically called, the three dots, the three periods. Ellipses. Ellipses. Because he's like, but that. I know, I do love that. Yeah. All night. And like, it's all pacing, right? Yeah, like, exactly. The yeah. pacing of it, like, is yeah. so. I, I don't. I just love that those four panels yeah, together. I like that, too. that tells so much about their relationship. Like, I, I just, I just love that. 
in the middle of the screen. Yeah. And like the story itself, like I'm a big old, especially old time horror nerd, especially gothic horror, which this mm. is a hundred percent gothic right. horror. This is straight up Hammer Studios, yeah. like late sixties, early seventies bullshit. You can't touch this. Right up my alley. This is everything I love. And so like, so this, this is truly like, you know, historically it's fun because it's Stranko sticking it to Stanley, but like, just like what it is and what it represents this right. like, is dear to me. So that's another reason why I wanted you oh, guys no, to read dude, it. I loved it too. Dude, I, I mean, I, like, here's the thing that I like about, um, like this Gothic horror stuff is it to me, it's so boring until it's not boring. Dude. Right. <laughs> like it's until all, it like gets like bu- the all payoff. build up, yeah. dude. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All build up. Um, so it's all edging. So <laughs> that's what the kids do. Right. Just, so, so speaking of ads, okay. Um, I actually looked this ad up. I told you you would look up e- eBay ads and stuff. Yeah. So I'm seeing this. I'm like, fans are or baseball, baseball fans, fans are, crazy are crazy about this true to life baseball game, and it's called Stratomatic. <laughs> and I'm like, uh, what is this thing? I'm like, is this a video game? I couldn't figure out what it is. Is it a video game or what is it? So I look it up, dude, and they actually still made them clear into the 90s, which is weird to me. For reals? Yeah. Are they like football? But it's like a no. It's like um. Stats, it's like uh, basically fantasy baseball like before current. it existed, dude. Oh, like, shit. it's crazy. And, or it's like fantasy baseball mixed with D&D. It's Stratomatic. crazy. Like, really? Okay. Yeah, so like huh. you have like scenarios, you have different characters, and then they have different stats and everything. So it's like D&D for baseball kind of, dude, which okay. is crazy. That's funny. And uh, But like, it was just so much like paperwork and math and stuff. I'm like, wow. holy cow, how did this be successful, dude? But like, I could never have done it. <laughs> the but... first line says easy to play. Yeah, <laughs> dude, you should see, you guys should look it up. It's just stacks of paper and books. Like, like wow. that's all it is. And so it's all just a based, paper-based game where you just little like, oh, okay, my guy is hitting now. <laughs> my my wow. guy rolls a 12. <laughs> and, Ten this? titties drop out. Wow, no kidding. Pitcher hits the the, yeah, bat, exactly. the batter and he gets the crap out of him. It's crazy. But yeah, they kept making it into the 90s, which is crazy to me. Because yeah. I'd never heard of it before this. But yeah, anyway, so that's just a little sidetrack. Um, this I, next page, holy crap. Just the details of the house. And the angle of the Look at the candelabra he's holding. Just look at mm-hmm. that candelabra. That was crazy. Dude. There's bodies, there's there's skulls you see that later like it's all over the place like in Ugh. clocks in clocks and stuff there's just like dude he spent an entire day on this candle holder where i would have just for sure drawn like a regular candle holder the detail in this story is crazy yeah. so these panels are really cool so it's three panels you see his face and he's looking off um to the left um and then the middle panel is the house basically and then the last panel is his hand holding the candle but it's really one big panel with two bars over it yes but it's cool that like his head and the second panel goes back in time too he's talking about when he was a little boy and so there's that little shadow of the little boy but it is it is the same picture The, the 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 house continues through the background continues through all three panels oh right but like the dude's head is over here in the first panel his hand is over in the third panel and they go back oh. in time in the middle panel and a little that's crazy, crazy. Out the windows. Yeah, yeah that's crazy this stuff wasn't being done and at then, this time for sure and then uh in in the bottom series of panels the painting of the uncle just the minimalistic use of space in that particular painting of the uncle 
that's like that's so Magnola before Magnola. Yeah, you know, you know what I'm saying? I'll, I'll tell you what. I actually don't think I, I the color did any service to this picture because like the fact that they colored in the background, I think takes away from if it was just all black, it would look a lot cooler. That um, brings up something I wanted to say. There is in every one of these stories, the colorist is not credited at all. They, yeah, a lot of times they weren't stories. back then. Yeah, they weren't back then. Dude. I guess so. Yeah, it, like back then they weren't because like weren't. Uh, that's crazy. It's taken. They took like till probably the eighties, maybe seven, late seventies, eighties, till the colorists were starting to be credited, and even still, colorists aren't considered artists. And we, we uh, on our old podcast, we talked to uh, Fiona. No, not Fiona. We talked uh, to her too. We yeah, did. We did. <laughs> but, but Nia Rufino. Nia Rufino. Yeah, and I yeah, talked yeah. to her. I'm like, dude, like. That's that's the thing that baffles me, especially with today's coloring. It's just as much art as the actual, because they're painting, right? They're painting. It's, it's not just laying out one solid it's color. Like, it's right? like sixty percent of it. Yeah, yeah dude. But they're uh, they're they're not giving pages to sell. They don't. Have, I'm sure, but like you know what I mean. Like the inkers get every other page, or every now, fifteen see, pages. The inter- uh, to that point, like inkers before this period were being credited, but mm-hmm. no, it just says. Art by sure the the artists that mm-hmm. we're going to talk about. There no inkers are credited either. Yeah, a lot of times as far back as then I can they remember. Weren't. And that's why it's hard to find. But they were like too. in Fantastic Four and stuff. Yeah, that's that's true. That's before yeah, this that's time period. Well, actually, dude, honestly, so they might wait, have just done it themselves. Serenko could have inked this. I it wouldn't fact, surprise me. I'm sure he inked this. I'm going to tell you right now, he inked this just because so much of the inking is is part of this right. stylist style of the and thing. i think busema probably finished his art as well and i wouldn't be surprised actually if johnny craig did too right you know what i mean um so it could be uh oh wait no i i'm sorry i take that back. oh no busema was hold on i want to see if i can remember this don heck yes yes Ooh, good job yeah dude. i remember that all right i take that back sorry yeah. folks <laughs> so yeah because it just says artists i bet I'm you drunk. these guys did it yeah um so anyway so uh this Oh uh, yeah, this is where they get into the black and white stuff. So yeah, basically, yeah, what's so the what's awesome. the synopsis of the story? Oh so this lady wants to find it's it's his uncle's dead uncle's house or something, right? Yes, right. His, his uncle left him in the house um, in in the will. In, he yeah. he actually ended up <laughs> killing his uncle. His uncle was a uh, wheelchair bound, and he uh, shoved him off. A he cliff. shoved because him off. She a told cliff. him to right, right. because she She's told the him to. She yeah. is a very much. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how well this holds up, but she's very much just a shrew, awful wife. Yeah. In this, she pushed him to kill the uncle. That's all that she cares about is the money that she knows is hidden in this house. Mm-hmm. So they go to this house, this big, huge, haunted house, which he is creeped out about. Um, so they're searching all over for. She knows that there's money hidden away somewhere. They eventually find it, and we'll we'll get there. Yeah, but, but yeah. On page, what is this five? This is where he kind of starts the uh, taking color out of it, the uh, black and white stuff here and there. And this is where it's Kira, totally Kira, like Kira, yeah. Kira. Um, Kurosawa, I think. Kira, Kira, Kurosawa. Kurosawa. Yeah, <laughs> <sighs> yeah. Kiraskiro is what you're trying to say. Like I know that name, but like I'm just going to take your word on it. I that's think what that's what it is. Yeah. I don't know. But it's where you're just drawing the shadows. 
right? There's no outlines or anything. You're just drawing the shadows, and it looks freaking awesome. And in 1969, yeah, this was like 20 years, 20 something years before Sin City came out, right? So yeah, at least. One thing to notice about the top, like few panels, seven panels. So the door is colored, but the rest of the hall is black and white. Well, it's just colored gray. But well, it's not. It's not like it's. But right. yes, to, right. to your point, it is right. colored, but it's. But not, it's not like it's like bright or anything. So I'm going to say right now that makes me wonder is if I, I'm actually curious if Stranko didn't color this himself. It wouldn't so surprise me. So if you me. go back to the original page, the first page, the water as it's reflecting. You um, see the yeah. people the, in the right. Well, yeah, that's true. But also, there's no inks here. That's 100 percent color right there. There's yeah. no there's Ooh, no outlines. Yeah, that's true. For huh? the colorists to have done it, and so, in the in the moon. Right, well. yep. So either, and, and behind the guy here, right, yeah. there's like pink. So pink. either Steranko did it himself or he worked closely with the colors. I'm going to say he probably did this Just himself. Did probably himself. Probably did. Yeah, probably because did. like how would the colorist know to do any of this stuff in the water right. if it in wasn't the, yeah. yeah. So my biggest thing Ooh. about this black yeah, and white, point. so if you look at the left side, it, the guy is in like a purplish color but she's in like a reddish orange yeah and then yeah, he's in right. a That's yellow cool. and she's mm-hmm. in a red so it's like contrasting colors right like all focusing all the way down into that door right and, and he's kind of a yellow belly coward isn't he yeah. in this yeah, story right and, and where, she's like where the she red is red she yeah. is flamed she is angry right yeah you're right she's like and she has red hair she's yeah. turned red in almost every one of these which is cool that's yeah. true um that's said on page six this page of him with his eyeballs right yeah, there. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yes. That's not great. Sometimes it's a miss. The proportions. And then there's one at the end as well. <laughs> so, I mean, that's the thing, though, is like, I mean, a lot of times people play it safe and like artists will play it safe and do stay in what they know they can do. This guy, Strinko, never did that, dude. No. He was constantly pushing himself. And so, yeah, sometimes it's not going to hit, but who cares, right? <laughs> sometimes Kirby didn't hit, and that's fine. Like, he he did, you know, he he made enough of an impact to, like, yeah. have that be. And, you know, the first time yeah. I read this, I, re- I, I remember her looking different in every single panel. But when I reread this again mm-hmm. today... She does look a little bit more uniform than I recall. Yeah, um, I think part of that is the shadows still, and stuff on yeah. that he's trying to play with. Sometimes get deforms like the the underlying. Drawing. There's still different panels and and what have you where she looks a little bit different. So I so the, but overall, this, yeah, like like a lot of the um, EC comics and and Warren comics, this kind of has like an O Henry ending, right? Yes, absolutely. And uh, dude, I love this ending. Like I didn't, oh, I I can tell you, I didn't see great. this coming. It's cool, like at oh, all, yeah. dude. I was it's like unexpected. Like that's the thing is with a lot of the EC ones, like I can call exactly where it's going to end or the creepies in, in uh, the eeries I know how it's going to end for uh, probably fifty percent of the time. Yeah. I had no idea. Yeah, they were going to go to like medieval it comes France. Out, it comes like, out of nowhere. Yeah. So they go. Well, uh, they do set it up earlier. I take that back. But oh, do they really? Yes. Because he, he talks about, where is it? I thought it was he, like right before they said. Yeah, he talks about, about my yeah, uncle. He talk, Okay. Marie, look, he studied witchcraft. This is on page five. Look at this one. About finding a path through time itself. I, right. I do, yes. yeah. yeah. So, but still, they do drop like, it. But still, it, it's unexpected. It's right before. But then it's like the next page. She finds a crown. She calls herself a queen. And right. then the next page after that, they open a door French to, Revolution. to the French Revolution. And the uncle is waiting at the There, people are looking yeah. at us yelling for mm-hmm. the king and queen. Yeah. 
And then it's, one of one of the sounds. absolute mm-hmm. worst panels as far as facial proportions oh, go. Oh yeah, dude. That red one. But, like, but the thing but is, it's cool. You could see what he was doing. Like yeah, you, you, he pulls as it you off. read it, you're just like, oh, it's somebody gasping in horror. It's a tight shot of their face. Like you know, you see that in like Psycho, for example, right? Yeah. Like, she screams like. It's a cool thing. It doesn't need to be perfect, you know. Like, no, yeah. it works. Mm-hmm. It a hundred percent works. Yeah. I wouldn't say any one of, except for the very first drawing of the gravedigger. I don't think any one of these drawings are like the drawing by itself. Like, not counting like uh, story, not counting mood, not counting setting. That that's the only one I really love is just on the drawing its own. But like the rest of the stuff works so well to set the mood, to set the you know, to set the pacing of the story right. and everything else. It's like, like when when I bought this and I read this story, like this is everything that Ryan Doman loves, and so like I was like, oh god, yeah, you're I, right. I, I love this so much, and like this is. And like there was a history, you know. I I know that you you guys dug Stranko, and so I was like, there's a fun historical thing to this as well. Mm-hmm. And so and, and the rest of the stories which we will now get to, but I was like, I yeah, I, yeah. This is awesome, dude. I, I'm glad that you guys. Yes. And, I'm glad that I got this for you. And so. my uh, I and uh, so I while I love that first story for what it did for comics for how inventive it was, this next story is actually my favorite. Ooh, like, let's go! Better, yes. This next story, the the art itself, uh, like I love, it's so beautiful, it's so pretty. It's by Johnny Craig. He wrote he, he and wrote it, drew yeah. it, and he's an old school EC guy. Yeah, um, and he has like just the awesomest art, dude. Now, I love Johnny Craig so much. I I don't know much about Johnny Craig, but I do know that he was he was a big freaking deal. Uh, in the EC stuff, yeah, for correct? Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, for sure. He did all like the Tell the Suspense. He did the the War Books. He did like everything. a lot of the great covers yeah. and stuff yeah. as well. Yeah. Correct? Yeah. yeah, for sure. Okay. Yeah. Well, there's that one famous cover. They think of uh, where those kids are carrying that coffin down the alleyway. Oh yeah, that, that was Johnny Craig. Yeah. That's Johnny okay. Craig. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Yep. And, and so and Artie Simic lettered this. Um, but this is just so now you got now they're introducing you to the real grave digger, right? <laughs> like right. this is the what guy that you see for the rest like. of the story. <laughs> yeah. Um, what I love about that's this, the exact same face uh, yeah. in the corner. Yeah. Oh yeah, so they just clipped it. Yeah. yeah. Um, what I love about this is I just love the line work so much in this. It's beautiful. And I'm gonna say he probably did ink this himself. Probably. But he inked it with a brush. You can tell because it's got the like uh, the broad strokes, which just narrow down to a point, and they're beautiful. Um, yeah. And he's got just these. I mean, he's using a lot of uh, like blacks, but not in the same way as Starenko was. Um, he's, but he's it gives like just a really good um, feeling of depth to it. Um, the scenes where it's raining is just beautiful. Yeah. Oh, it's dude. I, that's one thing I was gonna say. There's a panel where um, Arthur is running down the stairs. And yeah, the, I love that. that this panel is so cool made do that. That made the story for me. I love that panel. It's just so like you. You got the guy drawn how it, how he is, but everything else is just drawn in vertical lines, basically. Um, yeah, and then so beautiful, and like the drips on the stairs look so real, uh, realistic. Oh. But I love Johnny Craig because he's he has a good mixture of like realism and just like straight up like kind of cartoony, just like what you want from a comic book yeah. type art, right? So. 
Um, but this story is about a, a medium. Oh, dude, I love this story so much. I love it's the payoff good. in the story a lot. Oh, yeah, actually. yeah, it's, yeah. it's great. Yeah. Um, so it's just this guy who's just going around. He's debunking all these like fake mystics and mediums, and you're like, oh, this guy's an asshole, right? Well, our our hero is writing a book about oh, this about, that about this yeah. asshole. Yeah, about that. Guy. Our hero yeah. Arthur Watson. Yeah, is writing this book about. Oh gosh, what's his name? Hathaway. Hayden uh, Hathaway. Hayden. Yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah. Uh, so he's. Uh, I don't want to say a reporter, but I guess he's just an author. He, he's writing a yeah, book about a biographer, Hayden so. Hathaway, yeah. who is who is kind of like the uh, Mythbusters of the paranormal. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's kind of like the Harry Houdini of of uh, of his time because he, he would go around and bust these mediums, mm-hmm. these spiritual mediums who would. Uh, who would set up and, and have and, tricks like, uh, right. like switches on the floor and projectors to have right. come and stuff. Yeah. Which Harry Houdini, again, this, this I've, I've read a, a biography about Harry yeah. Houdini, whom I love. And that's, I can guarantee that Johnny Craig read that as well, or at least knew about this. You know who else I love to Houdini is Steranko. Yeah. Yeah. Did. yeah. Yeah. Cause, cause uh, yeah. And Harry Houdini, who, had this crazy, like, way too close relationship with his mother. Uh, once she died, he went to all these spiritual mediums, and he was so appalled hmm. by how how they were taking advantage of people's, um, s- you know, sadness and need to connect with their departed loved ones, because he was so despondent over his mom dying that he went to all these different mediums and he was so appalled by what they were doing to leech these people of their money hmm. that he just went around the country I didn't and know that. did That's exactly cool. this same shit yeah. <laughs> where he would bust everyone like like this is how you're doing it you should be ashamed huh. and like put a, all these people out of business. So this just reminded me of Houdini. Oh, that's but, cool. But essentially, I'm sorry. The, the, this author, Arthur Watson, is following this other fellow, Hathaway, because Hathaway is going around and busting all these mediums. He's uh, He knows exactly what they're doing. He knows how to uh, debunk them. He's like, right. well, this this line is in your chair. This button is in your chair that... that uh, projectiles and does the projector yeah Yeah. so anyway go on so then finally so so it shows that it shows them him debunking people right and finding their tricks and then they go to uh this lady right madame angelica yeah she is angelic dude she looks like a mary jane watson yeah i was gonna say her her face is very like romita romita-esque yes for sure so uh, and uh so she's but dude, she's like totally confident. She's just like, uh, you know what? You're gonna come here. You're gonna find out. Uh, we're gonna do this thing, and he's just like so s- skeptical. Yeah. And then like, but then he like starts tearing apart her house. That's or, yeah. or her place of work. Physically and literally. Yeah. yeah he dude, gets like, a crowbar. It cracks me up, dude, because he goes nuts walls. on her place. <laughs> like at this point, I'm just like turning over tables yeah. and chairs. And- at this point, I'm like, okay, so say you even if you do find out that she's a scam. You've got to kind of take care of all shit, this yeah, shit that you're breaking. Yeah. They show him ripping up floorboards. Yeah. Yeah. Right. He rips apart because, yeah, he, he first takes the chair. That's usually yeah. where the stuff is. Right. Then he rips apart her walls because he can't find anything. Starts ripping apart her floors and everything else. So, yeah, he can't find anything. But there's but it shows a desperation, which is oh, cool. Oh, for sure. Right? Because, like, uh, you're going to realize that he is desperate, right? Yes. He's not just out there to be a dick, right? And And... She caught him and she says, you know, 
I know why you're doing this. I know why you go debunk right. stuff. And it's because you're a lost, lost soul or whatever. Because you are dead. He's a spirit. Yeah, right. This Hathaway fella is, has been just been a spirit the entire time. And then he restlessly seeking that doorway and peace. And he's like, yes, yes. He's, uh, yeah. And she took him. And she took him to yeah. the, like yeah. his resting place. I love that. I, I think that payoff was like the happiest ending. Right. Until you see the dude. Come like, with me, Hayden Hathaway. I am the doorway yeah. you seek. Your family is waiting. I actually wish it would have ended there because then the next panel is just like this yeah. other dude is like, I've wasted a year of my right. life. <laughs> so I, okay, so that's exactly. the other weird thing about this, right? He's shit out of luck. Yeah. Well, he, he was like... His book is bunk. His wife's pregnant. Sell. Yes. Like, yeah. like he's talking about all this that's stuff. That's right. Because like, yeah. the story's called On the Brink, right? And so like this guy you meet at the very beginning, you're like, okay, this guy's on the brink of insanity or he's about to break down right. and like kill someone. Or Right. This was then, his big break. This is a chance to take care of his wife, his unborn future baby. Right. And then all of a sudden- write this fantastic book. This dude- is a spirit and he leaves him and it's like how is anybody right. going to believe this he is screwed yeah like honestly i think uh i actually i mean i do like that it i like grim. I, I really like depressing stuff like this but <laughs> but uh, i think that this story would have maybe been better if he wasn't even in this like if it was just this guy going around just debunking the people right and sure. then and then he met the medium and then he walks off and he and she saves him and it's right. like really happy yeah. the yeah the author involving the author in this and they very easily could have done it just that way yeah but it, yeah when they involve the author in this it makes it depressing as shit yeah but like you're I, right i kind of think Kelly. that they probably had to because like that's the way these yeah, they had to use it to push it, it forward i mean if you think of the warren magazines i can't think of any that ended it's always well. a down yeah i can't think of any always. that ended well yeah it's like a, it's like a double it's like yeah. double bad right like for sure so like i think they had to put that in there but yeah. i'm gonna in my memories of it i'm gonna take that part out <laughs> and that he made it back and i also just watched the movie soul on pixar and it reminds me of of that, because he he's he's a lost soul that gets to go. Sure, home. yeah, yeah. That so, was a good that was a good yeah. movie, by the way. Especially it came out the same day as Wonder Woman and yeah. destroyed. Well, <laughs> In <laughs> comparison, it was way better. I watched Soul on on Christmas Day and then yeah, there you Wonder go Woman on Sunday. After. Oh yeah, dude, you should have watched the other way because it was nice. Like okay, dude, all right, people <laughs> can still make movies. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's yeah. still uh, <laughs> art. <laughs> all right. So the third story is by um, the. Uh, Artist that Ryan will soon own some artwork. Ew, <laughs> Busema, John Busema, and dude, his niece's artworker, his great niece or whatever. Yeah, she, she's not bad either, dude. She's she's nothing to scoff at. Yeah, right. You know her, yeah. Stephanie yeah. Bushima. Yeah, who's Sal? Is his cousin? Sal's or his, his brother? brother. Is his brother? Yeah. Is is Steph Sal's daughter? Do you know? I believe so. Hmm. That'd be interesting to find I out. I think that Steph is. Yeah, I think she's Sal's daughter. Mm, dude, she's so good. Man. She is yeah, good. She's incredible. And Sal, Sal is. Sal's nothing to scoff at. He dude. is great, right. dude. He did so much Hulk. Yeah. That's yeah. incredible. And he's like, really good. It's just unfortunate that John is his right. Like <laughs> he's to him. he's the badass like jock yeah. brother that. Yeah. Oh, so you're John's little brother. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Right. right. Yeah. Right. Like yeah. he would be able to like shine on his own. Dude, maybe I need at, to look. Anytime. Maybe I need to get some Sal stuff. <laughs> dude, dude. That's probably yeah, cheap yeah, as shit. <laughs> Especially compared to John, dude. Three cells for John <laughs> any day, dude. Dude, Sal was—he was good, man. Yeah, he was he, good. He was so, uh, 
So this um, ink by Don Heck, uh, lettered by Sam Rosen, who lettered the last one, but a he didn't letter the first one. The first one was lettered by... Oh, no, he did. Okay, Sam Rosen lettered everything. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and this is cool. This is To me, this is different than uh, the John Buscema I'm used to, dude. Like, uh, there's not a ton of action going mm-hmm. on in this. There's just a lot of talking. Just a lot, yeah, a lot of drama. drama. Yeah, a couple of things too. I didn't. So this guy, the main character that you're following in this, is also called Arthur. Like the f- ooh story right before it. So I'm like, why are there two Arthurs right in a row? That's really weird. To me. <laughs> because Stanley right. edited this. This is his fault. Stanley could have edited and changed the name. I know. I know. He should. He should have. The other thing that I told you guys earlier too. All the yellow, like the the dialogue, the uh, narrator boxes. I couldn't help but hear old man Stan Lee's voice narrating it <laughs> as if he was like in an interview. You know the interview that he has with uh, um, Kevin Smith? Mm-hmm. Like that's the Stan Lee I'm thinking of that's like narrating this. That's interesting, dude, well, because like see, to me, I didn't hear that as much as I hear in every superhero Marvel comic. Like yeah. I hear Stan, right? Yeah, for like, sure. Yeah, yeah. But here, like I didn't hear that and as Stan much. definitely wrote this. John never wrote nothing. Right. He didn't write anything. Whoa, 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 whoa. Okay, back up, back up. He, What's your definition of right, dude? Because he, that's John true. Marvel would method. put the story together and then and then Stan would dialogue all right, it. All right, all right. In fact, that was a huge contention between Jack and Stan is that right. Jack would say Jack would literally say, I Stan. wrote these stories. Yeah. Well see. Alright. But but no, so Bushima was more of a company man than For and sure. Like, and, uh, and, and 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 John I think John's really only creation is Mephisto. Are you serious? Yes, he really? made he made Mephisto. No, I mean that's his all. I think so. Dude, that's crazy. I could be wrong. I'm sure there's other minor characters, probably. But, but. I don't. And again, he. I love. There's no one. I. There's no artist I love more than him. I don't think that he hmm, is a creative powerhouse, though. Interesting. I hmm. think that he is, you do this shit, and he will do it better than anyone else. Right. But, like, I don't think that he is necessarily a creative So, dude, I get... Person. A lot of times when I'm thinking of the people themselves, not the artwork, but the people themselves, I get him and John Romita mixed up a lot because I think they were both just, like, Marvel workers right like they were yeah. just like i'm gonna go in there and i'm just gonna do my job and not and like waves and, during that time yeah. like if they were putting out a marvel product it was one of those two yeah yeah you're right dude and they were and it was just like yeah i mean they were marvel and they and they seemed to fall in line and know their place like kind of and i right? i wouldn't call either one of them a creative that's interesting hmm. i do i want to look that up as far as like I could be what, so yeah, wrong. I really could. I be. mean, so so Ramita was on Spider Man for a long time. I'm sure there's some Spider Man villains he probably created. Probably. Right? Um, but yeah, I don't know. That that would be interesting. None of know. like the big heavy hitters though. Like that's Scorpion all Dicko. Or like, yeah, that was all before. Yeah. That's right? all Dicko. Before or after with like Venom and Carnage. Right. right. During his time, there wasn't. Yeah, that's interesting. But like, yeah, I wouldn't. Huh. And again, I I I don't know shit. But like, I wouldn't consider Romita or Busema necessarily a creative it also could be though that they weren't trying to create new characters during that time like they had a lot of characters and there wasn't a big push to create new right. like it could be that um, so one thing that's fun uh, that uh, 
I was reading an interview with uh, Jack and Roz Kirby, and Roz Kirby brought up the fact that it's like after Stan and Jack stopped working together, how many characters did Stanley create? None. And I was like, none, right? Like, like after that happened. Stanley didn't create any. And so that was their way of saying that right. Jack created all of these characters. Right. But it just could be that during this time after Jack, uh, that there was so much to play with that they... Or they didn't need to make more. Like It's like we right. could make a new character that nobody's going to buy or, or less people are going to buy right. or we can just play with what we already have. And see, what I am most familiar with as far as Buscema goes is the Roy Thomas shit. Yeah. No. And so I don't know... I'm sure that Roy still employed a little bit of the Marvel method, but not yeah, to the extent it, well, no, that Stan did. No, it wasn't. He, he was definitely way more... Um, he was hands-on. Like, involved, yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, and was. so, so like, that's... I'm more familiar with the Roy Thomas era of John okay. Buscema. Yeah. So that's all I can really speak that's to. something to look at. Has there ever been a... There not there a Buscema biography or it's like a biography slash art book or something? I I swear. There's I saw a lot thing. of art books. I don't know if there's necessarily a. I don't think if there's a strict biography, but I think there's one art book that I remember seeing like quite a bit of text in. Uh, I have to look at that, dude, because that would be super interesting to find out. But um, yeah, like I mean, as far as like big time characters, I think Mephisto is like the only one he necessarily came huh. up with. Yeah, and that's just a devil. You know what I'm saying? And Jared Leto is going to be that guy, dude. Oh, fuck. He really? No, he's Morbius, dude. Is oh, he, Morbius. Is he oh, playing yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, you're right. No, no, Morbius. I got to mix up. We, right. I just saw oh, the M in my, my mind. Gosh. Okay. No, you're right. They're two different characters. I was totally mixed up. Yeah, okay. Oh, it would be so awesome to see Mephisto in an MCU movie, dude. Yeah, dude. I'm sure dude. it will happen. I mean, it has to, dude, at this sure point. Because, like, I think they're going to try to shy away from Avengers so much and get into they're gonna do Galactus. other stuff. Yeah. They have to do Galactus for like one of the dude. Yeah. So there's that podcast I showed shared with you guys, the Marvels one. Yeah, yeah. I, I listened to uh, like three or four episodes. Oh, dude, it's good. It's fun. Dude. It's good. I, I listened to it all the way back from our trip from St. George. So I listened to the whole thing, and dude, I love it, dude. It's and good. I, the whole time I was thinking, I'm like, like the way they portrayed Galactus. Granted, it wasn't visually, but the way they do Galactus in this is so good. And I'm just like, if they can do that dude. in a in a movie. The I first time he says it. his name, yeah. he's like, Galactus. Yeah. <laughs> like, yes, I know. Yes. Dude, I it's loved so it. so fucking cool. Yeah, I loved it. It's great, dude. <laughs> so I think that, like, this is such a digression. But, <laughs> I know. It's like, okay. in, the, in the Eternals, obviously, they're like, it's going to be interesting to see how they bring the Fantastic Four into it. Are they going to be from another dimension? Or, I think or are they going to be brand new and all of a sudden they're like the shit? I think what's going to happen yeah, is the Guardians of the Galaxy are going to be with Thor. They're going to be out in space and they're going to run into the Fantastic Four. Just chilling in space instead but see, of on Earth? But see, that's what yeah. I thought. I thought about that because cosmic, cosmic cloud, cosmic cloud, space but is see, big. If, if New they, York is small compared to if they <laughs> run, if they run into the Fantastic Four, I think Four. Spider-Man should or Doctor Strange should run into the Fantastic if Four. If the Fantastic Four is from another multiverse. Right, multiverses are big. The Rob Fox Life multiverse. About it. <laughs> if they are from another multiverse, multigrain. That means that they failed. That yeah. means that they yeah, are no, the yeah, survivors. You're right, yeah, you're right, dude. I don't think they're gonna do that. I don't that think means they will that either. they that that means that they lost. 
They they basically just have to start them from scratch. They just I have think to say, so. It just it start just a new started. Franchise yeah. altogether. I think so. And dude, honestly, I'm sick of origin stories. Okay, it doesn't have to be. In but fact, this I is going to be different because Fantastic Four was first. Now they're going to be like, who gives a shit? Dude. They're going to be like the last in line of like all these other people. Yeah. And so well, they're going to have to do like yeah. something completely different, that's a good point, dude. which is going to be, I think, really interesting. Dude, because if they pull them from multiverse, you guys are the shit, but you couldn't save your universe. You're freaking losers. <laughs> but now you're in this universe. No, dude, they, can, they can't they, do that. They could pull something where they're they so make them younger, kind of like they did in the last remake, but but not as bad. But make them younger. And so that's why they're, they're just younger and they hadn't gotten to the point where Reed Richards was the smartest person. It's and, and by the way, he's not like the that. smartest person in the Marvel Universe anymore. Do you guys know that that stupid devil dinosaur girl is smarter than Reed Richards now? Moon girl? She really? Yeah, Moon dude. Girl. Yeah, she's smarter than oh Reed Richards. Gosh. I know, dude. I hate modern comics. Anyway, <gasps> anyway um, but like, yeah, so they make, they bring the him Dan Slott, I'm going to kill you, you <laughs> son of a bitch, for all this Franklin Richards bullshit. <laughs> God damn! Did you watch uh, Six One Six or whatever it's called, the, uh, the uh, Dan Slot one? No, um, I won't. Wait, they don't have a Dan Slot Six One Six. Yeah, they do. They yeah, he's it's like, called Six One Six Dan Slot episode. No, on, Dis- on Disney Plus there's a Six One Six. Yeah, what's the episode? Uh, um, it's not. Called, I, I did I'm watch the women. Right right I'm in the middle right now. Is it called the Dan Slot episode? No, <laughs> he's like the main dude. <laughs> Fuck him. It talks. About, no, it's called Marvel Method. Oh, I don't oh. think I've seen that. I did, I did want to watch that one, but if it's about Dan Slott, Dan I can Slott, give a and shit. And he's talking all about the Marvel method, how it used to be, and yeah. how they do it now, okay. and how they're all over the country, and, and the shit. artist that's on... Uh, that. you, you're not, it, dude. I watched the Women of Marvel one. That was great. That was good. Directed by Gillian Jacobs, whom I love. I know, but you didn't get to see her. Sorry. I know. That was the only bad thing. Dude, about. but do you watch that Netflix one with her in it? That show with the nerd where she's in love with the nerd? Love. Yeah. It's great. Yeah, it's so cute, dude. Oh. That has uh, a lot of people that I yeah, truly I really adore. Like it's great. But uh, And then I watched the Japanese Spider-Man one, uh, 616. But no, I haven't watched the Marvel Method one. Yeah, so the, the Dan one... Dan Slot's in it? Dan Slot oh, is like the God. main focus Damn of that. It. So much. Remember, I, I sent you a picture of him, and I'm like, hey, this is... We have a friend Well, named Callie. No, I'm sorry, Kelly. <laughs> I'm I'm so sorry. You're good. You're good. I apologize. I've had a lot to drink. His name is Kelly. <laughs> he looks a little bit like uh, Dan Slott. True. Uh, well, the he way looks he, mostly when, like when Kirk Winstein in the way that from Crowbar, who Slott is the walks. baddest ass motherfucking riff writer in the world. Dude, but uh, Kelly's not nearly that cool. No, no. Get that reference. I've heard of Crowbar, and I feel Best. like I'm in. The... I've heard of Kelly. Yeah. <laughs> So my favorite part about this story is oh, yeah. let's go like, back to, sorry, let's die. go back to a time to die. It's like uh, so you got Busema pulling some uh, Ditko stuff up in here, dude. Like look at the shape of this first panel, dude. You guys see the first panel on the first page? Yeah, it's like a Doctor Strange issue. Now, yeah, I must say, I'm a Busema fan. Okay. Nothing I saw in here, uh, I thought was out of the order. Dude, actually. I love the bottom panel on page two it's where great. the old man's like, yeah. my balls, like just stepped on his balls. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. In purple. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, but that's what I was saying before is that there's no action scenes. It's not like, uh, no, 
there's no like super beautiful women whatever like there's no beautiful men like yeah you got spock and like this mad scientist working Spock together. Spock is old fuck, yeah. Spock and Professor X yeah. with a beard. On, I can walk. On page three of the story, you get a nice uh, view of the house, which reminds me of the haunted house from the first story. Yeah, except for check that out. There's a door to nowhere Way on the wall. There, yeah, absolutely. Dude, there's a house in San Francisco. Have you guys heard about that? I've been there. You have the uh, the, the the Winchester House. Winchester House. You've been there, and they they actually told the story about Houdini going there and like uh, trying to debunk one of her seances, bringing it all back around. It was awesome, dude. I, I can't it was been such there. a cool I tour. Go there so Harry yes, there's, there's is the coolest dude that there ever is lived. Doors, but this house is the coolest. There's literally house. like doors that like go nowhere. There's like steps that go into the ceiling. Yeah, yeah. she's and freaking she, insane. Yeah, because she said that like um, the reason why she got building is because. It would keep the ghosts away of of all right, the people that yeah, her husband's that. guns were right. for killing. Exactly. And so all like, dude, it's weird. Like, you, we go and you go to oh, check in, and there's like there. this courtyard. There's um, a movie about her with Helen Mirren. Mm, I think it's young Helen Mirren because mm, no old old uh, ass Helen Mirren. Okay. I would a... still totally take it, <laughs> but but anyway, I think it's called uh, I can't remember what it's called, but there is a movie about it. Hmm. It was a really cool. Dude, Ooh, Kelly. I can't believe you've been there, dude. Kelly, was, I, I just call I just called him Kelly. I am Kelly. so drunk. <laughs> we still got another one to record Shit. after this. <laughs> but no, Kelly, I'm super impressed that you've been. Yeah, that yeah, it was cool. There. We actually went into the room where Houdini was in their whole like seance thing. It was up in one of the towers. And there's like this room you can go in. I have That's the best cool, Houdini biography rad. ever. If you guys want to borrow so, that from me, yeah, dude, <laughs> we incredible. will for sure. Wasn't there a movie with Adam uh, Brody, a Houdini movie? Oh God, I or hope is that not. just in my mind? Oh Jesus, I swear I, I watched him. Yeah, he movie. was. Was it Houdini or was it like a? Um, he, he there was a magician thing Fuck aspect to it. Okay, so I might be good. Okay, Kelly, how are you drunk? Okay, um, on page four, there's, there's a, more Doctor Strange stuff. Yeah, there's an awesome Steve Duco. I love this panel. That's the best yeah, panel in the panel. whole thing. Yep. But it, it's kind of out of his element, right? Like it's like well, him trying something new. I've seen shit. Like I guess that, I guess with the sorcery crap like in Conan, he that. did some stuff like this. Right? Definitely, for sure. When they would come into a brothel full of naked witches, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like in the rockets launching. <laughs> There's lots of sorcerers and wizards so and shit. The premise of this thing is retarded. Yes, please. I, I shouldn't say it. that movie. I shouldn't say that word or that movie. Our <laughs> word. Yeah, you can't yeah. say that. Anymore. So basically, um, the guy wants to live forever and has this silent brute of like a Spock. Right. This uh, old ass son of a bitch is like he's trying to find the secret to eternal youth. So he he has this mute servant. Yes, uh, and, but who's always waiting to get back at him. Yes, right? he hates yeah, him so it's much. It's kind of like a story you've probably heard a hundred times before, right? right? Like, um, but the one thing you haven't heard is like the this he decides. Just randomly. So they try a million things right. to live forever. And then all of a sudden he's like, oh, wait, I know what lives forever. A tree. And so he's well, like, I'm yeah, going to take he, this, he ties, this yeah. He tries all this old other shit, too. He's like, yeah. let's and try a tortoise. Yeah. Uh, he tries like, a tortoise. Who tries what that? else? Who would I don't think? Know. I'm going to take a redwood Stand because he lived so long. Take yeah. their sap and I'm going to drink it or inject it. Right. That's like a Trump thing. Like, I'm going to inject Clorox <laughs> yeah, right. into my veins. <laughs> is, this, is this the beginning of Groot? <laughs> dude, uh, no, it's not, dude. Groot yeah, was no, way Groot before, was before this. Before this. Um, yeah, he's like, let's let's figure out how how do these old ass creatures, a tortoise or a redwood tree, how do they stay along alive so long? Excelsior. <laughs> 
And let so me this, just this old ass son of a bitch. He he dilutes the essence of a redwood tree, but the mute servant who's been abused and condescended and just, and a prison and just and raped. Probably he's been <laughs> probably he was a felon that oh, no yeah. one would hire, and right. that's why he sticks around. That's the problem with Stan the, the problem with America, us. dude. Is like yep. you can't ever forgive somebody, man. Nope. Yeah. And then Spock drinks the serum. <laughs> And grows feet like Groot. Well, he, first of all, he... The end. He, he, once the old man has distilled the essence of uh, immortality, yeah. the old man is about to drink it. This mute Spock son This of is bitch. his time, right? Right. He's right. Like, yeah. He's like, I'm going to Well, get because this he knows he's going to be done bitch. away with. It, right. That's the other thing, too. He, yeah. he knows that after this guy finds immortality, he doesn't need this guy. Right. Right. So he, he he lets the old man get this shit. As soon as the old man's about to drink it, he shoves aside the old man. The old man dies of essentially a heart attack because he can't get his pills and whatnot. Yeah. The mute... Uh, ooh. <laughs> Drinks the essence that of morning sounds, wood. Hold on, that's not really... Uh, Topo Chico, is that what that... <laughs> Dude, how did you come ooh. up with that? Oh, man, I... Dude. That sound is so individual. <laughs> So there's the carbonation. Ooh, I could tell, but like the, this. So so this mute servant, he lets his master, this son of a bitch, he lets him die because he can't get his heart pills and whatnot, and he's like, okay, I have this uh, old, this serum of uh, immortality. Right. He drinks this serum, and he starts growing roots. Dude, have you guys seen Troll Two? I never have. How seen have you Troll not seen it, Ryan? Troll or, or the documentary? I've seen uh, Troll, like the first one. I've seen the first one. Where yeah. the girl bounces first the ball one. down the basement? It's a like, it, no, it's a famous. It's like uh, the chick from Seinfeld. It's Julia right. Dreyfus. It's, 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 it's so troll. bad. Are you think about Leprechaun or Troll? I'm thinking Troll. Okay. Leprechaun is Jennifer Aniston. Okay, so Troll Two. Never seen Leprechaun. Troll Two. You know that's like the greatest, the worst movie, worst movie ever, right? Sure, never Absolutely. seen it. And it was filmed in Utah, okay. in yes. Morgan, correct, Utah. I think uh, we're alone now. But, oh, bring it all back. So Ooh, anyway, there's, just so you know, there's a part where a guy turns into a plant just like this oh, in really? Troll Two. Is yeah, that right? Yeah, it's so awesome. Why have you not seen Troll Two? Ryan? Why didn't Stanley rip that off? I, I, that's like the one thing. That's crazy. Okay, let's watch it after um, this. Okay. Thank you all for listening and bearing with us as we grind through the pages of our special Tower you, of Shadows. As we slow hold, grind. Hold on. Let me, let me be a son of a bitch for a second. Do you guys like this book? Is it cool? Is, yeah. was, it, was it an okay well, present? Do I like to rank my Christmas gifts? Well, no. Just tell me if it was a, if, if you're glad you have it. I, I honestly. I told is it okay? Yeah. I love this book. Yes, no, I am no, super yeah. happy. Awesome. It, right. it, like, Good. yes, I. Y'all need to get it. Apparently, um, what I've heard from a friend of mine is that you don't need to bother getting the rest of the uh, Tower of Shadows books, but this one is really good. Actually, every story in here was great. Actually, I've heard inf- inside information that uh, issue two is not that great. <laughs> Dude, but this is like Starenko, Johnny Craig, and Dude, Romita. I, I mean, Romita and, and Romita. Yeah. I told you I get those guys mixed yeah. up. But uh, yeah, no, dude, get this. Come on! And the reason why this is important to the history of comics is what Starenko did uh, with this. They took an old trope, which was uh, EC and Warren. So, so Warren improved, not improved, but they capitalized and changed 
the way that EC did it. And then this like took it further. Like Strinko pushed the limits of what comics can do. This is, mm-hmm. it makes me so happy that like, we now have the last thing that he did for Marvel comics. Yeah, He's like, fuck this too. shit. Right. Like this, this is literally like the last comics kind of thing he did. Yeah. I think, yeah. right? No, actually, dude, I think he did, did some he stuff like in the nineties and even two thousands, like covers and stuff. Yeah, he did covers. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, like Batman one thousand. Yeah. I mean, like interior. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. yeah. And, so, um, and he did a Superman special. But he did also, a lot of covers and whatnot. But I, I think, to, as far as interiors go, yeah, right? I don't know. Let's not state that unless uh, we're going to. But what I'm going to say right now is Stranko is amazing, and he'll tell you so. Um, <laughs> But he sure uh, will. And he'll tell you what else can he do with yeah. one day. There is no bigger fan of Stranko <laughs> yeah, exactly. than Stranko. But what so. I'm going to tell you right now is he's going to tell you he invented the graphic novel, and I'm going to tell you right now he did not. Don't believe him because that's Will uh, Eisner. Gil Kane, motherfucker. It wasn't either of those guys. <laughs> it was, uh, I can't think of his name right now, but it rhymes with lust. Look it up, dude. It came out in the 1950s, and oh, that's right. It the, was an uh, entire his name rhymes graphic with lust. novel. No, no, the book is oh, called The Crime of Yeah, you're right. Yeah, my brain is not working right now. Damn it. Thank uh, you all for listening. Yeah. Check us out on Instagram, Cold Storage Podcast. Uh, email us at thecoldstoragepodcast.com at gmail.com. Right now, the only people that email us at that is Callie's daughter. So, uh, oh, with does her. she really? Yeah, no, she emails oh, no, us she like her like, schoolwork. Does she? No, she's like, it's like her school, school stuff. Something. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, something I can't, cool. yeah. I can't swear this much if she's listening. She's yeah, not listening. She's my not. kids don't listen. It, sometimes they like tell their friends that I have a podcast, but I don't think anybody's ever oh, going to like find God. it. My kids were so cute tonight, my two the five and seven year olds are like, Dad, why do you guys go do a broadcast tonight? <laughs> that's <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, that's and awesome. Kids are so cute. Good life. Make kids. Good.